0: Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Movie Channel and our Star Wars Retrospective Podcast, where every Wednesday and every Saturday we'll be covering a new installment in the Classic Franchise. Warning, this podcast contains strong language and spoilers throughout. Go to weirdgeeks.com to check out our other podcast series, Twitch streams, contact details, and news on our very own feature films that are currently in production through our publisher, We Are Tessellate. Weird Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced, and no infringement is intended. Hello and welcome back to the We Are Geek Star Wars Retrospective and we are in our wrap up episode. I was going to say round up then I chose, changed to wrap up and it sounded weird. (laughs) 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 Wrap up episode. I am your host throughout all of these, Al White, and joining me is Alexander Chard. Hello. And Christina Matheson. Hi.
1: Hey. Hey. We're in the same room. This is so nice. We've always been in the same
0: room. Have we? Oh, Okay. I've been checked out. <laughs> Through the heart. <laughs> I been, I've been pretending not. Uh, this is really nice. We started this podcast in the same room, watching mm-hmm. the films together. Then we had to do some stuff away from each other. Now we're back together for the wrap up, which feels right. Feels like a good way to sign off. Yeah. I say sign off. I sent you guys a photo last night as I was in the cinema to see Molly's game. And they already had the first poster up for Star Wars Solo coming out on May well, the 25th. That's what that was. Yep. So we'll be back <laughs> and we'll talk about that at the end of the, ep- of oh the episode. Oh my May 25th. May 25th. May 25th?
1: That's so And soon. then I guess we would have
2: to post post solo, we'd have to do another rankings style wrap up. <laughs> we'll just oh keep my doing.
1: God. I just glazed over. I was like, what's that?
2: I feel.
0: You know what? We're going to get into this at the end because I feel there's a structure we've talked about what we want to do. And I think there's a way of moving forward because we're going to get for the foreseeable future for at least the next at least the next five years we're going to still be getting a star wars film every year
1: so we have to keep in touch for five more you years you stay
2: friends
3: or just... you, we have <laughs> films
1: to review probably for the
2: next 50 years at least this is now I think a so. bond <laughs> 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 doesn't break. the chance plays who knows yeah
0: the texases who knows mm-hmm.
1: but for sure star, star wars at all of them yeah. yeah for sure god dang it
0: and there was <laughs> a time where that was like this was a series like no way is it coming back mm-hmm. And now it's an annual series like Paranormal Activity. Just keeps coming back to haunt you.
2: Ooh, Paranormal Activity. (laughs) You say.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) So, yes, every time we do a wrap-up episode we format it a little differently now normally with these because we normally do the horror ones which are up every friday go to weirdgeeks.com you can check all those out i normally wrap up episodes i like to do stuff like you know favorite kills favorite version of the villain favorite gratuitous nudity (laughs) favorite like all the weird stuff that works with horror films with star wars we've had to like rein it in a little bit because there's so many things you can do and everyone already has so many lists out there That that's just like and and normally we like to talk about the peripheral stuff like video games, comics, like any merchandise that happened. Star Wars is every bit of merchandise in the world. So we might at some point breeze over anything that's particular to us to do with the franchise surrounding the films. I know Alex, you were telling me a story just yesterday from going into a bookshop that uh, was was sad.
2: It they uh, yeah they had all the old expanded universe books. And I grieved and mourned for them because they're no longer relevant. And I was saying that I opened one and it had all the timeline that was set out in these expanded universe, like from before, thousands of years before the Old Republic and then during and after the original trilogy and all means nothing. Were these done before or after the prequels? Do you know? Some were done before and some were done after. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay uh yeah doesn't mean anything we're saying they should have a section of bookstores now just called irrelevant Mm -hmm. and that's where all those star wars books can go and your memories (laughs) heartbreaking but yeah so we're going to be talking through some of our favorite moments we're going to be talking through our favorite lightsaber battles or worst moments our favorite lead characters best villains best droids we're going to be pitching some ideas for what we want from future star wars movies what we definitely don't want from future star wars movies and then at the end of the podcast we're going to do our lists where we place all 10 of these movies in order from worst to best and these are our personal lists and i generally don't know i think i have, I have an idea for you for your top alex obviously but the middle i think is where it's going to get interesting
3: mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. and there's been throughout uh, this retrospective there has been some shifting on my part of my my rankings prior to going into this
0: yeah same i thought i had a lot down, and then i went into it last night and i was like ah oh, there are some definite Conflicting feelings mm-hmm. about some of these films. Um, but we'll get into that right at the end. So, where do we want to start? What are people, what are you excited to talk about, Christina? How about you pick one?
1: Okay, let's go with an easy one. Who are your favorite droids?
0: <laughs> favorite droids? Alex, you go first.
2: I will always love R2D2. He's always going to be probably my favorite. I, I feel that some of the things they did with him in the prequels got a bit goofy, but I still just love his charm and his innocence. But coming in sort of very closely behind him is K2SO. I thought he was really
1: funny. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Uh,
2: so, yeah, I picked droids that are...
1: K2SO is the one from Tro- Rogue One. Rogue one. Rouge one. From
3: yeah. Rouge One, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I liked him just because they played, you know, R2 and BB-8 have a very kind of like childlike innocence quality about him and i like the k2so was a bit more sort of like this bitter older droid
1: interesting
2: yeah that's me yeah i'd think about this like making
0: this list i had some weird realizations <laughs> for it uh for me my favorite droid and it is hard separating like you say nostalgia from because like all of these films have droids other than really the prequels which don't have unique droids they still have r2d2 mm-hmm. and c3p PO bit in them yeah well, it's the r2d2 though isn't it yeah yeah but they don't have any new ones, which is interesting. Maybe, maybe it's the feelings of the prequels, <laughs> his lack of new droids.
2: Well, they have the whole droid army. They did have a droid army, <laughs> that's true. Maybe too many droids. <laughs> <laughs> that was a problem. BB-8. BB-8.
0: Is my favorite droid in all the films. I actually love all the droids. I really do. I find C-3PO, he gets on my nerves. He has good context, I think, in the first three. But mm-hmm. without R2-D2, I would not enjoy him. Yeah, I don't yeah. enjoy him when they bring him back in any of the other films. R2-D2 is great. I, like, I tend to like the ones that don't talk, but yeah, K2 is who I'm finally getting the hang of his name. I'll really, really enjoy him a lot. He kind of speaks to me more personally, but BBA is like, I love his design. I love the ergonomics of him. I love that he's a practical effect on nearly every shot. Yeah. I love, he takes all the things I like about R2-D2 and does new things with them. And he's just like, just cute enough, but not annoyingly cute. He's like, I don't know. I love him. Absolutely love him. I think he's got good some sass to him as well. Yeah, BB-8 is my favorite. You don't want
2: to give an honorable mention mention to Trashcat and Droid?
0: (laughs) We're going to get to Trashcat and Droid later (laughs) in the podcast. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But whether he's a Droid or not, that's the question. Right. And that's why I need to know more, Alex. (laughs) Uh, Christina.
1: I really liked BB-8. I really, really liked BB-8. But I still have a soft spot for R2-D2. So he wins, he or she or it's. Nobody knows. No, no one's
0: turned him upside down to check.
1: R two.
2: Helen, so? Did you go with K two?
0: Like as no, like, I went with R two. But I okay. said
2: K two S O has. He's a close second. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah BB my close second.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. It's just great droids, though. Like really, like no matter what you feel about any of the films, great, great designs and great character coming through inanimate objects essentially for sure.
2: My my only issue. With like I said, with the prequels and also maybe in this last film, in the Last Jedi, is when they make give the droids like too many kind of cool accessories and abilities that right. then kind of push it and make mm-hmm. it a bit too far fetched, maybe.
0: Yeah, once they realized with the because with the nuance for sure, BB-8 was very very much, I what's the word, not mechanical like a um. You know, they figured out that's part of the chemistry of what made Star Wars work mm-hmm. we have to replicate that exactly and he very there's so much R2-D2 yeah, in bb yeah. but i like well we need him to be more mobile it'd be cool if we could do action scenes let's turn him yeah. into a sphere how does that work no I get it it is because it's, it's like R2
2: in Revenge of the Sith when he
0: lights the oil
3: <laughs> yeah
2: and then flies off uh-huh. <laughs> so we what need what a great it. moment
0: just like he did you know in The New Hope after that movie
2: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: So, yeah, another very central thing with this movie is lightsaber fights. Now, Christina, Mm -hmm. you have kind of said throughout these that you're not a big fan of the action normally in films. Yeah. You're in it for the sound romance. I'm not really
1: like – I'm not naturally – I don't naturally gravitate, well, you know, so far in my life towards action films. Right. Fighting. You know, it's not something I – sought after right. but
2: you've changed now right
1: <laughs> now you're yes. all about yeah. the laser battles now all I want are those sabers <laughs> okay so my favorite one which i'm basing on because this is the one that while i watched it i was the most excited during i was nervous i was it caused the most emotion okay. to come out of me.
0: That's nice. So that's still how you're judging it. It's <laughs> not from how cool it is. It's like what is getting the most emotion Yeah, out
1: exactly. So it would be from uh, The Last Jedi when it was between Kylo Ren and Rey. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Where they kill the Sith.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay so yeah. in the throne room when they yes. team up together and take yeah, down Snoke yeah. and what his choice. guards. What God's call? called? Do we know? Do we have a name for those?
2: Uh They do have names, but I- Big red boys. It. Yeah. Then
0: um,
1: I think I oohed and odd in the movie theater. Really? Like, oh, audibly? ah. Did you
2: audibly I did. ooh and ah? Wow. I think I did. You are such a Star Wars nerd. I really you enjoyed it. You are
1: such it. a And bleep. that's kind of the first time that I was like, oh, I enjoyed this lightsaber fight.
0: You were right though, because that lightsaber battle more than you have other lightsaber battles that are very personal, like the ones between you know Luke when he's finding out his dad, and then in the next one when he knows it's his dad. Like, where well, there's definitely a personal yeah. thing, but that one is the only one where it's it's very much all about the story moving forward in a huge way. Like, there's yeah, because a-
1: you almost think too that like he's going to come to the light side, yeah, like and you that. think that they're fighting, they're fighting together. You, they are for yeah. a moment. So it was, it had very, you know, there was a lot of hope that came out of that. No, I agree. Fight.
0: I think there is the most in any lightsaber battle that one has the most going on in terms of there's emotional stuff going on there's action stuff going on and there's narrative stuff going
3: mm-hmm.
0: on all amped very very high and it's shot really cool like it's a really mm-hmm. cool scene i okay. like the yeah, for, spoilers for me that that's my probably my second favorite one mm. uh i have problems like could everyone came out loving that scene i don't actually think it's i don't think when i look at them because my problem is like i used to really be into kung fu movies so i was really into like martial arts films and once you're really into martial arts movies and you watch like those 10 like best martial arts movies in the world it spoils Hollywood martial arts movies because those actors can't really do those moves you know like they can do okay approximations of stuff and then you edit it to look cool And I love Adam Driver, as we talked about on the last episode, but he's not very nimble. Like, he's not, like... quite clunky, isn't he? Yeah, they both Mm. look pretty clunky in that scene, particularly him. But it's shot so well, and there's so many cool ideas in it. And I fucking... I just love his lightsaber with the hilts and how Mm. crackly it is. Like, it is, bar none, my favorite lightsaber. It's Kylo Ren's one. It's so fucking cool.
2: I like... Uh, yeah, he is very clunky, but it just fits so well. Like, even when he takes his stance, when he engages the lightsaber, yeah. like, there's just this bulky yeah, physicality about him. And just, it's, I, I find it's, like, really, it's different. It's, it doesn't have the sort of nimbleness and agility of the prequels. No. And so, it just feels even more aggressive and kind of domineering.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. What's he that, like, is he that bulky in, because in, you sort of back-to-back, didn't you? Because mm-hmm. I meant to watch you last week how was it seeing a back to back because going back to yes, last year Alex. I, I was like did I
1: miss out
2: <laughs> you did miss out so I invited <laughs> Christina several
0: times are we times. gonna go over this
1: again?
2: Oh, I don't know if I've mentioned when was the show the is podcast. it at midday or? it was three in the afternoon it was a double feature <laughs> midday I went with Bethany and Nick and my friend Todd and my housemate Carter and you were invited and you didn't come <laughs> and then she was invited when we went again
1: and, and then come. I invited myself to the next one and then you didn't come
0: <laughs> to that either so you know what fuck you
2: Funnily enough, watching them back-to-back, they didn't feel as connected as I was expecting. Mm. That's what I was interested in. Because They were was... like two very separate films. Yeah. Because um, I was thinking about last night and I watched
0: some clips of uh, Force Awakens to remind myself of certain elements for these lists. And I was like, this feels like a radically different film from mm-hmm. the last Jedi. And it suddenly occurred to me like, I don't know watching these back-to-back if that works. Like, they feel yeah, so different.
2: Yeah, it felt very different and for me made... The Last Jedi not feel like the middle story of a trilogy. Okay. You know, yeah, they felt very, very separate from each other.
0: Just felt like a new story, but with essentially (laughs) the same characters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, that that sort of link, which I was really excited and anticipating, I I didn't feel like the thread as much. Okay. Which, you know, can be a good thing or a bad thing.
0: Uh, What was your favorite and then lightsaber battle?
2: Boy, this is like a really, really tough question (laughs) for me because there's like so many different factors. I think, okay, so I'm just going to break them down first and try and then pick one. The one with the best sound design for me is Force Awakens in the forest. I think the sound design in that and the lightsabers... It just sounds awesome. And like when they uh, Kylo Ren's crackling lightsaber and even the sound design of when they sort of hit the snow and there's like a quick melting of that. So I think that for me, and visually actually it's kind of cool in the snow. I really like that. It's different. That's got best sound design. Phantom Menace with Darth Maul. I forgot how cool that was. Like just the excitement of that scene, watching it back and Darth Maul's theme as the big doors open in that hangar. Mm -hmm. And that fight is really... Yeah, I that gave me a real buzz, like that I had when I first saw it, and it's, you know, the double, double end lightsaber is just really cool. And the only sort of thing I have issue with that is some of the goofy kind of poses, like that are very choreographed when they flip back and then they like pose, pose and then go a back pose. <laughs> yeah, but that whole scene is just like really dynamic. There's just I don't know. It's cool. It looks really cool. And then Empire Strikes Back, I really, really love because of how personal that one is. Like, I'd never, I guess, really recognized that as much as watching it back this time about how personal that is like it, it, and, and, and leading up into that reveal of Vader's identity. So, fuck, what do I pick? I am going to go with Empire Strikes Back. Okay. I'm gonna go with that. That personal, yeah, classic, yeah, and, classic. Yep. and just because of where it where it leads to at the end there, yeah, I think is Luke crying, yeah, Luke crying and screaming and getting his hand chopped off, and 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 it's seeing the bad guys win. Like you don't yeah, see yeah. that very often. It Kind of ends on that point.
0: <laughs> is that' why you're wearing your Liverpool hat today.
2: They're not bad
3: guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, like I said, the the Finn and Ben versus Snoke's guards. It's my second favorite one. My favorite is definitely the Darth Maul one, for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, for sure. That was like... I remember, again, when we're going through the prequels and I I hit that high and I was like, fuck, this is amazing. And then thinking, but it's got to be bested at some point and it never was for me. Just the articulation of that scene. It looks too bright. Like, it looks, you know, it's shot very you know plasticky Mm -hmm. but I love I love the dynamics of it I love um I've forgotten his name now the guy who plays Darth more physically but he's got Uh, Ray Parker yeah Ray Parker he's got such a great physical presence his face is so emotive and it's the only time like I don't know it's the only time I really believe the physical abilities of an actor in these films and then you get that great moment in the pacing where it breaks it up with the, the force field kind of corridor which I still don't understand why it's there, but we're just like ten tiers of force fields going by, and then you and McGregor gets trapped. No, Liam Neeson. No, you and McGregor gets trapped in between them. and Liam Neeson mm-hmm. gets trapped in between yeah. them, and it kind of breaks up the battle. Christina doesn't remember any of this. So she's <laughs> looking at me <laughs> right. and Sorry, it's All Ray, Park. Can Ray Park. i remember. It's a
1: love story.
2: <laughs> oh, dear. I hate you so much. <laughs> Do you remember the moment it was so cool?
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Pygon
2: goes into that meditation, and Darth Maul's like taunting him behind the force field. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. So we've managed to turn you into
0: a nerd, but you don't remember the things that turned you into a nerd. <laughs> no. So really, just the worst version of being broken. That's what's happened to you. Whoa.
2: So, all right, let's talk about. Good question, that one. Hmm? So there's a good question, that one. What? The, di- the lightsaber question. Oh, the lightsaber good good question. question. Oh, good. Thank you, thank you very much. I thought of it <laughs> myself. <laughs>
0: so,
2: let's go. All right, let's go to the big
0: ones. All right, so we've got. And this is, this is where I think it's going to get contagious. I think, actually, let's go with leads yes. first. That's oh, accurate. she's excited.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah, I was like, look, in any normal film, and I'd always have this with the horror franchises, we have to have our favorite final girl, because there's always a final girl. In Star Wars, I was like, okay, we have to have our favorite leads. But then I looked at leads, because these are ensemble films. But I do feel there is a clear lead in each one. So we can argue a bit about this. And if we to so go through
1: the leads of each trilogy?
0: Well, okay, so let's just... A New Hope, it's definitely Luke. Mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back, it's definitely Luke. Mm-hmm. We're going
1: to do each uh, movie?
0: No, 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 no. We're just going to do okay, our okay, favorite. i clarify over, who the lead are. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm just clarify. Return of the Jedi, Luke is the lead character. Like, it, it's like they're, Luke is the lead in all those films, yeah. for sure. You, we can go with somebody else in terms of we love Chewie or we love Han Solo, but they are oh, side I characters. Yeah, oh, I see. Then you get to the prequels. This is where it gets sticky for me. It's like who is the lead <laughs> character in the prequel? Is it Anakin?
1: Yeah. yeah. It's Anakin's story with him. Yeah.
0: He's definitely I feel he's definitely the lead in the second two. But who is do he the lead in the, the other first one? Be. Well, in the first one, I would argue it's Qui-Gon and maybe Obi, but more Qui-Gon's film than anybody else's, because we don't get to Anakin until a third of the way through that film. Mm-hmm. But for the second and the third one, I definitely feel it's Anakin's story. For sure.
3: Mm -hmm. But
0: I do feel that first one is up for debate between us. Okay. And then when we get to Clone Wars, that's definitely Anakin. Yep. Uh, (laughs) And then when we get to the new films, the Kathleen Kennedy films.
2: I like how it's not even Disney now. It's just (laughs) Just Kathleen Kennedy. Kennedy (laughs) is
0: responsible for all the goods and the bads. Uh, again, I feel this is a bit up to debate because in the Force Awakens, it's split very, very cleanly. I feel between yep. Ray and Finn for sure. Yeah. But then, by the time you get to Last Jedi,
1: it's Ray. It's like
0: it's more Ray, but you're also, is getting it also a, Luke. You're also getting a Luke back. You're also getting Kylo. You are definitely yeah. like Finn is out. He's definitely yeah, on a lead he's... character. But... but you also get Kylo is a lead.
1: But that's a lead villain. Yeah. But is he?
0: He's definitely not the a villain.
1: lead hero. So yep.
0: we have to have we have to have a decision now. <laughs> what Wait. do we count?
1: Shoot, okay. So we got Luke and then we got Anakin and then is it Ray or
0: we got Luke Anakin. I'm gonna throw Qui in because I think he's of lead cap- capabilities okay, fine, in that fine. first one. Phantom Menace. Did you just and. call him Qui Jin? Jin
1: <laughs>
3: is it Qui
0: Yeah. 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 I'll just take out his middle name. <laughs> don't don't need it. Qui <laughs> <laughs> Jin. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jin. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Jin yeah okay so we're gonna throw these we got luke you got Qui Gon. you've got uh ray and let's throw in then finn for the first one because he has a lead at some point point. and that's covering all of them really isn't it because then luke is the only for here. sure mm. yep. oh and anakin sorry and anakin of course yeah
1: okay
0: so right. who wants to go first who's the favorite lead character in this entire franchise
1: oh geez
0: oh geez well, now
1: oh, um gosh okay You're
0: throwing away your list now. Yeah. Had you said Chewie by any chance?
2: <laughs> can we pick favorite uh, side characters? Sure, sure, this? sure, sure. We can do
0: that. Okay, yeah.
1: my favorite side character is Han Solo.
2: <laughs> Han Solo.
0: Ditto.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah, okay. for sure. Yeah. Oh, I... yes. Do you want to elaborate?
0: No. It's your, it's your, <laughs> just it's easy. your turn on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> we only have one mic, by the way. So this is an awful yeah. podcast. <laughs>
1: I'll just go first because I'll, mine's always going to be shorter. <laughs>
2: Why are you well, looking it's, at it's only, one, it's only one name. It's literally only one name. It can't be shorter unless you're going by <laughs>
1: okay. syllables.
2: Just because I break down my answers.
1: <laughs> I I really...
0: Oh, she's going to say Anakin, isn't she? No, That's I really...
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really didn't... I, I didn't like Luke in the first three. He was a little annoying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anakin was very annoying. hmm so.
0: Qui Gon Jin. <laughs> no. <laughs> Qui Gon.
1: No. God, I really liked Finn. Finn was really great. So, I, I kind of is a tie between Finn and Rey. Okay. Finn really did. I really am actually sad that, like you said, that he wasn't in more of The Last sad, Je- yeah. Jedi. He really yep. should have been. Yep. So, God. I don't know, I, it's a tie between Finn and Ray for me.
0: Okay, which is, I mean, are you going with the ethnic minority or the female? Are they are your two choices.
1: What, I can't pick two? No, you're gonna have one. It's a tie. No,
0: there are no ties in this world. I think this Finn really Lucenec did an only. amazing job. Finn? Yeah, Yeah, I'm gonna pick back off of you quickly because here's, this is the weird thing. When I had this question, I was like, I suddenly realized I'm not in Star Wars for the leads, mm-hmm. really ever. Yep. Like, yeah, because I agree with you, Luke is annoying for most of the first three. He has his moments where he's cool, but he's he's supported by such a great cast that it doesn't matter. Like you need like that pure sort of soul in the middle for everyone else to rotate around. I actually love Liam Neeson as Quake on but it's not, you know, it's bad dialogue and it's bad scenes for the most part.
2: He had to say Midi Chlorians, yeah, and he destroys <laughs> part of the lore,
0: but he does his best with it, like he really does. And yeah. I like the character of Quiet Gon Gen a yeah. lot, mm-hmm. but we just don't see much of it, yeah. So, really, I very quickly arrived on well, it. Has to be Ray of Finn, yeah. like it really does for me. And it's this is so weird because John Baega is f- by far, in my opinion, the better actor out of the two of them. I don't think Daisy Ridley's very good in either of the films, I think, she, but. But the character is the thing. And for me, her character I love. Like I re- if she mm-hmm. does all the stuff that I liked with Luke, only it's better. Like I prefer her character in A Force Awakens than Luke's character in A New Hope. I really do. Mm-hmm. I like me how too. she's this loner and I like how she's a scavenger and I like how to introduce her. So it's very weird to be going like, I don't like her as an actress, really. I think she's a lovely person. Who would you want to be?
1: I'd want to be Ray.
0: Yeah, I'd want to be Ray. Yeah. For sure.
2: For sure.
1: Who would you want to be, Alex? Who would I want to be? Anakin. Jabba I heart. knew it, Anakin.
2: <laughs> Trash can droid.
1: <laughs> Stop bringing up my love. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree with all your points too, guys. But yeah, I've, John Begg as in, in Force Awakens, for me, absolutely steals the show and it's so shitty and unfair that for him as well, uh, that his character is just reduced to the to the side so much in The Last Jedi. I think that really sucked. Rey's character's yeah, really awesome. I love her kind of backstory. I love the journey she's on. However, I'm not going to pick either of those two because I don't feel that the arc of their journey is complete yet. So I'm going to go with Luke. Traditionalist. Mm. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with Luke. I totally agree. He's incredibly annoying and has some really great annoying lines in all <laughs> the films, but I, I love it. And yes, he's... Supported and carried by the amazing characters and world around yeah. him. Uh, Carrie.
1: <laughs> they did have a lot of really great characters in that one. Yeah,
2: but I, I love his arc and I love uh, those originals, obviously. So I think, um yeah, I think it's great and he's definitely my favorite.
0: I do think, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I think the supporting characters are better in those originals. And I think that's mm-hmm. a big key to their success for me. It's like Han Solo... Is uh, they keep trying to recapture it? Poe is not Han Solo to me mm-hmm. at all. No. Uh Chewie's still there, but he's like a token thing in the new films, and like he yeah. was fantastic in those originals. Yeah, two droids, mm-hmm. not just one, but two. two. And what is two? It's twice as good. Mm-hmm. That's the math. Two of heads
1: that. are better than one. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. They were just such a great supporting. Listen, Leia was Le- Leia had so much sass in those original ones; it was amazing. Yeah. Whereas in the new ones, like yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of Poe. Like, say so Chewie's just kind of there as a token person um layers you know it's wonderful to, to have her and still have these scenes of her but she's you know pretty tired and mm-hmm. han solo he was i thought he was really good at the force awakens but he certainly was not yeah, he really not was. up to obviously you know the same characters he used to be yeah so i feel that's the, the problem is like i think i like the leads more in the new films yes but the supporting characters less mm-hmm. agree good we can all go home all right so, they're our favorite leads. And they our favorite villains. So, let's map this out as well, Sherry. We? Because I feel we can expand this a little bit. Because we uh-huh. definitely have main villains is very simple, I feel. You got, well, it depends how high up you're going. The prequels are just slightly different. All right, okay. Different. All right, let's go through it. So, Darth Vader, for sure, yep. is a main villain.
2: But then do we count? I would count the Emperor from Return of the Jedi.
0: Okay, okay.
2: Emperor? I mean, he's a presence... In the background of A New Hope in Empire, but definitely, definitely enters villain territory in Return of the Jedi.
0: And for sure, you've got to be on the list anyway, just for the prequels, mm-hmm. because he is <laughs> very, very uh, evil. <laughs> yeah. In those as he lies on the floor with
2: his lightning hands yeah. screaming. A, a same kind of thing again, like present throughout the first two, mm-hmm. and then by the end, he's a dick. He's a dick. No, 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 so,
3: no.
0: So, who's the villain <laughs> in Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones? Darth Maul, Count Dooku. Darth Maul, Count Dooku. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, and then with the new ones, obviously we've got Kylo Ren, we've got Snoke mm-hmm. as well, who I'd say Snoke in The Last Jedi, even though he's dispatched with fairly quickly, yep. is the main you know villain sure. up to a point. Mm-hmm. I'm going to allow us to do the same thing in terms of like, we pick some of our favorite side characters. You guys both said Han Solo. Chewy for me is actually my favorite side character. But I would say yeah with the new ones we can do that a little bit with some of the villains as well we have like you know obviously captain phasma we've got uh what's some of jabba the heart jabba the Hutt, boba fett mm-hmm. like they're all good you know side villains jango fett jango fett general grievous general grievous the the monster that luke kills briefly at the beginning of return of jedi
2: yep not really, not a
0: cogent villain
2: <laughs> yeah also rogue one directed krennic Ben Mendelssohn's character? Yes, Ben Mendelssohn. That's the one I oh, yeah.
0: to bring up. Uh, who was the baddie in the Clone Wars?
2: <laughs> uh Ventress. Actually, she was cool. Yeah, she was cool. Ventress is really cool. That's that's true. Do you lots remember of, Ventress, Christine? Good,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> good good laugh. Okay, so you had loads of loads of villains. Let's do some side ones then.
1: Wait, <laughs> so Kylo Ren's not a villain? Yeah,
2: yeah. So, wow. said. so we're gonna start with side villains.
0: Yeah, let's do some side villains. Side villains. Yeah, so there's some of the ones we've just been knocking off, uh, which is the little ones. Obviously, so here's the thing: a lot of people think Boba Fett's their favorite villain. I don't see him as a villain. I don't. So it's hard for me to see him in that way. He's definitely one of my favorite characters, just because stylistically he's awesome.
2: Yeah, and he's not on his side. He's like a he's a bounty hunter. He's a hired gun. Like exactly. He has no.
0: He has no side. Exactly. That's a good point. That's a good point. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, (laughs) I'm thinking now on, I don't think side, I don't think when you say side villain, I think it means that they're on the side, not on a side.
2: Yeah, yeah, I understood
0: that. Okay.
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, no. just to be clear, I understood (laughs) side villain,
2: but is he a villain because... Right, 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 he's not picked, he's He's not not on the Rebellion or the empire. Yeah.
0: The word, the word side just for me. It's like, does Alex always think yeah. side villain means yeah. they have to pick a side? Yeah. Because uh, if they're a villain, there's only one side oh, they can those pick. Australians. Yeah.
2: It's just like midday oh, and
0: noon. <laughs>
1: I wasn't going to bring it up. I wasn't going to bring it up.
2: So we arranged today's podcast to be at midday. Christina asked if that was at three. At around midday
0: <laughs>
1: she texted I, I, us guys so I, when are we meeting today at 11 i was like gosh i haven't heard from them for a specific day I and mean, for a sp- specific time it's getting close to midday <laughs> so i must text
0: so if you're an american listener uh go to weirdgeeks.com and you can email us or tweet what do you at us think midday is Weird Geeks show on twitter and let us know when you would count midday as yeah is it the middle of the day or but, is it in fact three pm?
1: But why wouldn't you just say noon if you wanted it to be at noon? Well then
0: why would you say midnight rather than twelve pm?
1: But midnight and twelve pm is the same it's a specific time. So it's midday mid- is general. It's no, like it's not.
0: <laughs> Are you listening to the words <laughs> coming out of here? Midnight. Mid.
1: Day. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Whoa. Just blew you mind. Just
1: blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I mean, okay, to give me points too, I also to all ask my husband what no midday meant, and he's like, I think it's like two. So
0: I will look to be so to be fair to Christina.
1: It's because I'm American. This is the
0: stupidity I feel is shared throughout much of America. Because I've I've had <laughs> many <laughs> Americans or have said I'll meet you at midday and they just look at me blankly. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz like,
1: nobody says that it's here. It's like all
0: you have to do is dissect the two syllables in the word. Yeah. And, compl- <laughs> and listen to them. Yeah.
1: I and never even home. related it back to midnight. I don't know why. I think it's just because we don't use midday. We never say midday. So it's just, you just I just do
0: nothing at midday. No. We You're say not to. noon. Well, it's, it's either 11:30 or 1. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or noon.
0: Noticed. All right. Or 12. All right. We won't even get to how you
2: guys use brunch. (laughs) 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 Or the fact that none of you say Fortnite.
0: Or
1: you guys say Avro too, or Avo.
2: Australians say Avo. Yeah. And New
1: Zealanders. And I was like, what is (laughs) Avo? I had a Google call it when I was in New Zealand. It's an afternoon when you're
0: eating many avocados. Savo. Yeah. yeah. Still makes weirdos.
2: (laughs) <laughs> still all makes sense i
0: mean look there's some confusion with our vote there's some confusion with Anyways, fortnite
1: all we gotta say all i gotta say is that i'm learning a lot from this podcast you
0: have you have it's been a day of learning where were we villains,
1: <laughs> villains. Um, side, side villain. Villain,
0: <laughs> language what side <laughs> the greatest villain of all English English did you, you guys even pick one <laughs> so uh, what i was gonna say as my favorite side villain um so I'm running through them all again in my head because I feel like I'm gonna miss.
1: But did you pick one?
0: No, not yet. Oh fuck, as a side villain.
1: I know mine. Really good. Set. Jar Banks. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of was a villain. He's a bad guy. No he's
2: Ja-ja not. Jaja
1: I mean no, no. <laughs> Java the Hutt. Oh, Java
2: the- <laughs> I love I love in your head.
1: You <laughs> no, Java the Hutt. <laughs> Is it Java the Hutt? Java the Hutt. Jabba. Jabba. If you're doing the
0: correct pronunciation. Jabba, oh, she Jabba with the, v, the Hutt. I like thinking <laughs> Jabba, that in your head, Jabba. Jar Jar Binks has been a villain this entire time.
1: He is a villain. But no, no, no. I meant Jabba the Hutt. Uh, Jabba the Hutt. He's a villain, right? He's, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's oh, a for bad sure. guy.
0: No, he's for sure a bad yeah. guy. I really he's liked a him because I
1: liked, I liked the world that he lived in. I liked, always, mm-hmm. I liked to go visit it you through to the films. To
0: see the sexy dancing girls and the, the sexy dancing pit.
1: girls, yeah. All the Muppets that were there. That's true. was had a fun time. It was fun. He's one to hang out with. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He's my pick as well excluding the added on scene in a new hope mm-hmm. <laughs> i think that <laughs> the take, cgi thing yeah the cgi yeah. i think that takes away a bit of credibility yeah yes. his mystery because mm-hmm. the great thing about that original trilogy is that Jabba's mentioned throughout all those films and the idea that han ha- has to pay his um, pay him back and owes him money and that there's a bounty on han's head and i like that he kind of they 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 build him in the background this whole time, and then you finally see him right at the start of mm-hmm. of Jedi, and he's this disgusting, gross slugger. It's for me that's perfect. I think he's so cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm <laughs> racking my brain. I like to my, think my elaborate answers, yeah, I
1: like it. <laughs>
0: um,
2: I think you I think you're correct.
1: That's why I like to go before you and not after you. I think you should
2: break down some of your answers more. <laughs> you're a nerd now. <laughs> Yeah,
0: like I mean... slowly, okay? It's <laughs> <laughs> a slow transition. <laughs> because of my deep, deep, deep love, I am going to do a different one from you guys and, yeah, go with Darth Maul. Like, Darth Maul, I love... You love Darth, I love Maul. Darth Maul. I love Darth Maul. Wait, aren't so so we much. going side you
2: villains? Love. Would you yeah, count him as a side villain? Yeah, he's definitely a side villain. He's head of, villain, for sure. No, but sure. he's a
0: henchman. He's That's for true. He's not running the show. He's not cogently making decisions. He's an apprentice. Exactly. Yeah. So, for me, he's definitely a side well, villain. Well,
2: in that case, he's... I still pick Jabba. <laughs> <laughs> but I love Darth Maul. I think, yeah.
1: <laughs> Jabba Binks or Jabba Ha? Jabba Ha.
2: Jabba Ha.
0: Yeah, I fucking I just love Darth Maul. I love his design. I love. Uh, he only shows up a few times. He's always silent. First time you see him, he's got that hood on and mm-hmm. doors open and stuff. Like, I just. Everything about him. And because he dives so quickly, which is sad, it means they don't have used him. You know, I don't get bored of him. I mean, sure, he's in the Clone Wars and and Rebels uh, TV shows,
2: and he's really good in those as well. Yeah, it, um, it's sad he died. It would have been nice to have seen him, maybe other than Count yeah. Dooku and General Grievous.
0: Yeah, I'd love to see. I, I'd be happy with just like some extended Darth Maul family to turn up at some point. guy in, like like in the new ones. yeah, really, like why not? His little son, yeah, Maul Junior. Oh, I'm happy
2: with that. More the second.
0: If we're going to do all of these, like let's keep all the characters we have already seen mm. returning, then why not do that? <laughs> uh, so yeah, okay. Uh, then our favorite big, big villains. Yeah. Big ones. This is, I feel this is a weird, this is an interesting, contiguous one to talk about. Uh, so we've named them off. It was Darth Vader. Sidious. Sidious. Palpatine. Palpatine. Uh, Kylo S- Ren. Snoke. Uh, Snoke. <laughs> Alex, I want you first.
2: 3PO.
3: <laughs> what? You
2: want me first. Um, well, growing up...
3: Most uh, of these weren't out yet, gro- Yeah. Growing
2: <laughs> up, the Emperor in Return of the Jedi genuinely scared me as a little, little kid. Was it the monkey eyes? Or? <laughs> no, that was in Empire Strikes Back. Uh, and Vader never really scared me. But I remember those bits in Return of the Jedi when the Emperor comes out and his creepy cloak. Like as a kid, I was like, "That is creepy," and I do like him in that. And I, and I also like the Emperor in Revenge of the Sith, which I know you guys didn't <laughs> didn't enjoy. So much. I hate him so yeah. much. But I'm actually just gonna just go with the grain and and choose Vader. Okay. And yeah, and Vader from the original trilogy, just because I love that sort of essence of his backstory. I love. The reveal in Empire Strikes Back and then how they make him more sort of sympathetic in the in the last one. Yeah, he's he's cool. I love that sort of shroud of mystery, which they then obviously break down with the prequels. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then the stuff they add, which like that that awful no. Yeah, it's gotta be Vader. Well the two no's. And like even for me, I remember you saying that. When you went back and watched these, he didn't look as menacing or scary anymore. You thought it looked a bit goofy. Whereas for me, it's... Triangle mouth. It just... I I still think he looks great. I really, really do. I really, really do. And even his brief cameo in Rogue One, apart from the Mustafa stupid scene, like the bit when he destroys the rebels, Mm -hmm. fucking cool. Vader is still just cool. I I love him. He's awesome. He is awesome.
3: Have you seen him?
0: yeah uh no Uh (laughs) that's right (laughs) yeah no i agree like in terms of uh, i agree with what i said before that i don't like its design very much i don't like it doesn't stand it stands up for me in that he's been around for so long Mm -hmm. it seems it's like those things you know you grow up with that don't seem weird like people driving cars but if you just came to a country for the first time, people driving cars, it looked look really weird. Like people in these little boxes just like moving around or people smoking a cigarette. It's like when you look at it objectively, it's really weird. Mm. And Darth Vader is one of those things. He's been around so long in my life that I accept him. Mm. But when I look at him just objectively, like, you know fucking weird. You really do. Yeah, and he, he, he doesn't scare me. He did as a kid. But I also remember being excited about him as a kid. So it can't be that scared. Yeah, he I agree the scared. Emperor did scare me. But I don't like The Emperor in any of these films. Mm -hmm. Any of them. Not even Return of the Jedi. Don't like him. Yeah. I hate him in the prequels, but I don't like Return of the (laughs) Jedi. For me, it is without a doubt Kylo Ren. Uh, But I want to be specific in saying the first half of The Force Awakens until he takes his hat off and he's an emo boy underneath. Yeah. Um, Because just like that opening scene of him in The Force Awakens I, man, like I remember the first time I saw that, I was blown away by. Oh wow, they've managed to do a new Darth Vader with, in my mind, a better design, the perfect modulated kind of voice setting, great physical performance, imposing stuff like freezing that that uh, light, uh, the blaster gun, whatever you'd call it, like the. The, the shot from the yeah, laser
2: gun. Laser. Uh, <laughs> it's not a bullet, Blaster. so I don't know what you'd call it. I said blazer. But
0: freezing the laser in the middle of the air, like throughout an entire conversation. And yeah, and I didn't like Poe then, you know, doing his little joke that people did like, um, but I didn't like it. I just I love Darth Moore so, so so Sorry, sorry, Maul. I love, I do love Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love Kylo Ren so so much in the Force Awakens that for me it's it's this double-edged sword of I'm happy to humanize him because I I love them where he goes in the last Jedi. But it takes away then the fear of the character for me. Mm-hmm. But for those points where it's just him with that mask on at the beginning you don't know who he is yet.
2: Oh, my favorite villain by far. And undoubtedly the best acted villain. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the physicality for him is pretty superb. And good nipples,
0: which is what I look for in a villain. Yeah. Christina. <laughs>
1: My favorite is Kyle ja, Ren ja, too. <laughs> <laughs> He's the first one that I, you know, really wanted to see more of. I really wanted did. to, and I <laughs> too did. Much, maybe. <laughs> and I really, and you know, they gave him just a really good story. You know, you learned about him, you got to connect with him. On just like a human level, rather than just this like guy in a mask, this villain like you kind of got a you really he's the only one that I really connected with. Mm -hmm. So he's he's my favorite so far.
2: Okay, okay. Do you have anything else to say?
1: (laughs) But the That's second it? favorite, second favorite hair, is uh, Darth Vader because right. he's, you know, he's what I think of when I think of Star Wars.
0: Yeah. I mean, Darth Vader's so synonymous, but I, I just, I find, I'll be honest, I find him because when I think of Darth Vader now, I do think of him as the little kid in Phantom Menace. I do think of him as Anakin, like, you know, the love story and all that stuff. <laughs> and, and then burning on the side of a lava pit and things. <laughs> and it doesn't... I don't feel that I understand him like I feel they modeled his journey for me so 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 much
1: yeah it could have been better
0: yeah that it makes him less effective for me mm-hmm. uh, but yeah for sure, sure the dynamic of him yeah you know, like being up against the lead as being your son and then changing like it like it's a great classic Greek dynamic yeah that works incredibly well Carlo Rem, we still got to see yeah, really where it's going you know he said obviously to Ray that your parents were nothing there are a lot of people who think that's just something Snoke put in his head and it's not true. And front of flashbacks that we've had with Oven from Force Awakens, mm-hmm. there's things that look like maybe there's more going on still. You're
1: still brother and sister, maybe?
0: There's Well, no, there is a lot of... Yeah, because there's <gasps> literally like her being ripped from these people's hands and stuff. There's definitely still meant to be a story there that Abrams was going at.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, can, if he's he can back now, back. can he get
2: back to the story he wanted to tell? Um, yeah, so I think we'll that's see. another reason. Same reason why I didn't pick Ray and Finn is that we haven't seen the sort of full scope of his arc yet. Sure. And I mean, and there's great bits with Vader just sort of going back then, talking about physicality and the acting. In in Jedi, you know, when Luke's saying that he feels the conflict in him and there's like shots where it holds on Vader and it's like a mask, but you feel that emotion, you feel that conflict, which I think is cleverly done yeah. to get that sort of emotive response from someone in a crazy mask. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree so Vader okay. wins
0: we're gonna so what we're still gonna talk about are our favorite moments our least favorite moments and then we're gonna <laughs> put the films in order before we get to that i'm gonna throw in a little uh a little memory quiz
1: oh no
2: <laughs> does it have to do with the eu that <laughs> no, is just it is now nothing. no longer canon it has
0: nothing to do with the eu these i'm these, out <laughs> these are just simple no these are simple things so because again when we do a wrap-ups we know some people don't listen to our entire series so if you're brand new to this and you haven't listened to our in-depth ones on every podcast that's fine you can come in here and just hear our basic feelings and we all hear and we have skirted around a lot of it mm-hmm. but you'll get our full feelings on each of the films as we go through our lists because we yep. will emphasize what we didn't didn't like about those films but for the people then who are jumping in just to this podcast Every time that we go through a film, we talk about its box office and we talk about its IMDb scores. So we're going to do the IMDb scores a bit later because I want to do that before we do our own lists. So we can see what, do, what does IMDb... like how the, What is their list from best to worst with these films?
2: Now, can I just ask what, no. uh, what are the IMDb rankings based on? Is that based on user voting this no i don't go with the user v- voting i go with the ones oh, that's a, a pull from no it's
0: pull from the critical ratings mm-hmm. right okay. mm-hmm. isn't it
1: okay i, I think that's sure. why well, because you no have idea. a user
0: rating and i have to be and then you have the critical rating i believe. I know i say
2: that on run tomatoes i
0: have to double check that okay i'm double checking. sorry
2: to- thank you <laughs> sorry to thank it you it for calling
1: it out <laughs> is it a tomato it. or is it a tomato
0: it's midday
1: <laughs> it's a potato <laughs>
0: But okay, so right now I just want to do the, the grosses because I want people to know how much money these movies made if they haven't been tuning into each podcast. But I want you guys to see if you can remember or, or hazard a guess. Now, obviously The Last Jedi, like we're going to throw it in, but it's not obviously been out for as long. Mm-hmm. So so I want you guys to tell me what do you think was the most, like the biggest money making of all of these franchises? Um, and then what do you think has been the least money making?
2: Are we accounting for like inflation on the originals?
0: We are How doing this merely by com. The only other place you do this by is the numbers, really. They're the yeah, two yeah. best ones. Okay. I'm just going by what they say let's on guess, here. Let's okay? guess.
1: Let's guess.
2: What is number one? I'm going to go, at this point, Force Awakens. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with A New Hope because, I mean, it also includes with inflation, right? As Alex said. Uh, I mean, I'm guessing. As I said.
0: You I don't, don't know. know. He doesn't know. <laughs> okay,
1: so I'm going to go with a we've new asked, hope.
2: We've asked the tough questions.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go with a new hope.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah. Go. Um,
1: uh, what are you going to pick, Al?
2: He's looking right at
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm <laughs> oh, looking, no, okay, I'm okay, looking okay. at it. Okay, and then it. so should we pick our least?
2: Uh, yeah, at least I'm going to say Attack of the Clones. Oh, uh, No. Well, the clone wars. If we, yes, no, the clone let's bar it out from
0: this because obviously the clone wars was a very limited release, so so it's so obviously not attack going to that of the not do going so I'm going to attack well. of
2: the clones.
1: Let me look at my list really quick.
0: I actually have a problem <laughs> with the numbers that I'm looking at right now on box office Mojo, so I'm just going to double check these on the numbers. Okay, because while I think these are in the right order, they are not the amounts. I'm going to go I with I Revenge before. of the Sith. How Ooh. dare you?
2: <laughs> Interesting sick of how much you guys hate that film
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we yeah i wanted some We actually i won't call out names but we invited some friends of ours to come on to this podcast um to give us some people who are really big fans of the prequels mm-hmm. and actually put them quite high up in their listings uh, but sadly none of them could join us because i did want to get some some a fight going <laughs> really on some of this stuff that's You want us happen. to
1: box? Hey, don't look at yeah, okay. my so notes, I'm not gonna, Alex. I'm going to go by
0: the numbers because they're by lists that we've, been, we've seen before. The box office it's My Mojo two one.
1: word notes. a bit weird.
0: Uh, so you're correct, Alex. Thank the you. Force Awakens uh, has the biggest, as I believe we mentioned before, it is one of only three films to break two billion God at the box office, along with Avatar. And Titan ty- no not Titan. Ty- ty- yeah, it's Titanic. Yeah, I imagine, yeah. Uh so two James Camerons and then this broke two billion. Uh is the last Jedi gonna do that? Who knows?
1: Wait, what was the second though?
0: So the second biggest one, and what did you guys vote for the least? Attack of the Clones.
1: Uh Revenge of the Sith.
0: you neither of you are correct. Uh it is actually Empire Strikes Back.
3: Interesting. Um, interesting. Um, interesting.
0: Yeah, which, which only made worldwide gross uh, $534 million.
1: Interesting. Very interesting. Now,
0: obviously, yeah, these are, you know, these are box office. They're not to do with VHS sales, beta mm-hmm. sales, laser discs, which is where the big monies are. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the top three, it's uh, The Force Awakens. Then it's followed uh, just over a billion by Rogue One. Mm. Uh, then uh, just over a billion as well, but slightly less, is The Phantom Menace.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Because you can't, yeah. Underestimate how big a deal that was at yeah, the time. Yeah, people were pumped. Mm. And then if are falls. looking at me? <laughs> 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 and then very, very close is Revenge of the Sith and uh, The Last Jedi, which are parody right now, pretty much. So The Last Jedi's definitely going to end up surpassing that. Um,
1: well, yeah, you're right. Of course, people were pumped for The Phantom Menace. Yeah, they
0: were pumped for it. Very, very pumped. Before they saw the Jar Jars. Uh, the Clone Wars, as you mentioned, yes, definitely the least at 68,000. Yeah. Uh, so it yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> <That> really bombed. <laughs> it made six dollars. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. The, I mean, still, the Force Awakens by a landslide by double the amount is the yeah. biggest right now.
1: Yeah. Okay. You're talking
0: about one billion to two okay, billion. Okay.
1: Okay. I retract my answer. It's a lot of money. <gasps> that is a lot.
0: Um. But then, what are the reasons for these things? What are our favorite moments? Our least favorite moments from the entire franchise?
2: You Christine. want me to go first? No, you go first, Christina.
1: Okay, I'll go with my least favorite, and it is pretty not specific. Not Alex. specific.
0: It's Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> Just your answer for everything. It
1: is the whole uh <laughs> this franchise. The whole, <laughs> the whole franchise <laughs> this
0: is this fucking podcast, guys.
1: All of the prequels.
0: All of the prequels. prequels. Yes. You stood up for Attack of the Clones. You recommended it. You did actually recommend it. Because of the
1: love story. Still, it's no. (laughs) It's no. No. Yes, of course, there's some things I liked about it, but that's just... That was really hard to watch all of them.
2: Mm. I wish we had a prequel diehard fan right now.
0: Yeah, because there are some legitimate people. Well, you're not
2: uh there's bits that i really like
1: <laughs> but
2: i don't think they're the best
1: i films. was joking alex <laughs>
0: no but he likes some, some and yeah there are, but there are some people who i respect many of their opinions not all of their opinions who yeah me and alex are friends with who i have like and one of our friends uh just put a list up on facebook of his favorite and he's a professional critic and he has a very heady mix mm-hmm. of the new films the old films and the prequels <laughs> They're it's not separated surprised. up very much. They're all, all over the place. Um, and I really genuinely, it's for me, it's like people who vote for Trump. I want to know. I just want to sit down and talk to them. I just want <laughs> to know yes. why. I want to know. I legitimately want to understand yeah. I was how thinking, that makes sense to them.
1: Today, can they redo the prequels?
0: I think we've talked about yeah, this. Yeah, I would that love. That would be interesting. I was saying in particular, right? for me, you could do it in you know two films, or maybe one film, but two films. And basically *Fan Phantom Menace and then remake Avengers of the Sith. Leave out Attack of Clones because it's just not necessary on any level, I don't think. Um, and have I think they're great stories in both of those two.
2: Yeah, I was having a conversation actually about that with a friend. He's not a massive Star Wars fan, but knows the franchise. Loved the originals as a kid. But he spoke about, we were talking about the prequels. And... You know, Darth Vader is the big ticket. He's the draw. You mm-hmm. know, when we talked about Revenge of the Sith, I spoke about those last, like that last act really loving because I was getting the moment that I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And his idea, which I was going to bring up later, but I'll just talk about now, was that a great story that could have been told was that last 30, or that last act of Revenge of the Sith, seeing Anakin become Vader, which is what we wanted, and then seeing that like the subsequent film, the next two films after that being about, vader leading up into rogue one okay mm-hmm. so more like a comment
0: from like your origin you start with yeah the origin like a vader begins so you begin opening credits with him No, yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. Like becoming vader and yeah. then you go through his sort of yeah
2: th- yeah because i mean or yeah like you said I, for me i don't need to see anakin as a kid yeah i didn't need to go that far back
0: yeah for me to be honest i'm fine with nothing else about vader like i really am i'm kind of happy with vader existing in the capsule that he's in in the original trilogy Mm -hmm. but i am interested in stuff that happened before those films yeah so which rogue one is one of those movies you know and i do genuinely think there's a great story elements in phantom menace i really do i stand behind a lot of story elements it's just the execution that is lacking um so yeah I think you're right, so you Christina. You
2: chose your least favorite thing. Is, is all, all the prequels? That is amazing. What a specific moment that one. <laughs> uh, Alexander Chad. We so we were talking about it before we started. There's obviously the you're sand, the sand moment from uh, Attack of the Clones, but yes. that has almost become so bad that it's funny yes. in almost a very B movie like kind the of way. I really don't like the moment where he force feeds her the pear. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I really, fun. really
2: hate that moment. Oh. Um, and that whole sequence because then there's the like rolling around in the grass and Anakin sort of oh. stand up riding one of those big animal movie. things. <laughs> um, so I really don't like that sort of little sequence. Um, but I'm actually going with something from The Last Jedi oh, that dude. I really, really dislike and that is... Um, Leia's moment where she is thrown into space from the bridge of the <laughs> rebel ship. We think she's going to have a dignified death just after this beautiful moment with Kylo Ren being conflicted about shooting the bridge and the other tie fighters do. Awesome awesome moment. Is this how Carrie Fisher is going to go out in this film? No, we're going to turn her into Mary Poppins and she's going to fly back to the fucking ship. Hate that moment so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's my pick. That's your least favorite in the entire
0: franchise. I hate it. I hear you, man. I hear you. Did you get my video that I sent to you guys? Yes, again? I did. We were <laughs> hanging out with uh, Katie's friend, who again I won't name names because.
1: Oh yes, I saw.
0: <laughs> uh, who she was like, can we talk about Last Jedi? I was like, well, I've done a lot of talking. I'm going to do more <laughs> tomorrow. But all right, fine. And, and she was saying how she didn't like Adam Driver. Yeah. I saw. So that. Which we were like, what? And they said, you know the bit I really loved? I loved Leia coming back, like pulling back through everything, come back to life. I was like, you fucking, you're a crazy lady. We have nothing in common anymore. I hate that moment. Yeah, that's definitely one of my least favorite. I mean, quite a few of my least favorite moments in the franchise are in The Last Jedi, mm. which is my problem with the film. Uh, that moment, for sure. I actually, I hate what they do with Luke. I hate the force projection, Dragon Ball moment, brushing stuff off of his shoulder. I hate, yeah, all of the Anakin and Padme romance stuff, and you can really pick any scene from Attack, <laughs> yeah. from Attack of the Clones. No, it's because I'm so in love mm. with you. I think that's Revenge of the Sith, that line. No, that was... Oh, that one is Revenge of the yeah. Sith. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, my... Because he's uh, got his shaggy yeah. Well, you know, whichever. I fucking hate so much, and I don't know you don't, know, but the Revenge of the Sith, the Emperor, when he's getting burnt by the Mace Windu's lightsaber, um, oh, yeah. and then he starts screaming... And then that whole scene and he turns like evil and starts using his lightning foot. It's just so fucking terrible.
2: Unlimited
3: power. I hate it. I hate it. And
0: then in that scene, Anakin sort of goes, all right, I'll be Darth Vader. And he renames him. And it's just so, it's just like all this build up for that scene and it's terrible makeup, terrible acting. Loved it. Fucking hate that scene.
3: Loved it.
2: You <laughs> really? I, I. For me, it was what I was in for. Like that was yeah. Right. That was it. You're in for the bad makeup and bad acting. <laughs> no, I was in for the transformation and the reveal of the Emperor in Darth Vader. Done. <gasps> awesome. Loved it. Um I was in it for the Mary Poppins. <laughs>
0: I yeah, I fucking I was
1: in it for the love. <laughs> I hate the I hate that. Scene. Uh
0: but maybe You have to pick one now. Oh, there are so many. So many bad moments <laughs> in the prequels on the Lost Jedi. But maybe my least favourite is actually the end of the revenge of the sith uh and it's Darth Vader uh Frankensteining out of his shackles oh, to give us God. just one more final no <laughs> with his yeah. arms in this weird way cuz they reanimated them afterwards and all these stupid it's like the antithesis of stupid George Lucas decisions to me it's like everything bad that he came back and did to fuck his own brilliant series that is like the perfect amalgamation of all of them. Yeah. And it's the end of this movie as well. And it's like the final moment of that. And for me, it just like pisses all over Darth yep. Vader. It's terrible. Hate it.
2: Yeah. I hated that moment a lot as well. Because I really like the build up and the putting on Invader's mask, so that cool shot from the side as it comes on. It's so CG. I don't like that. <laughs> and me, the breathing it. starts. But then when he comes up, nah. He yeah. lost me too. And actually, that reminds me of the additional no added to. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, of course. When the Emperor is lightning Luke.
0: Yeah. That I mean, is awful. Yeah. Like anything that George Lucas went back and added it in, to be honest. Like some of them, sure, we've, we've tried to be fair to those, you know? And they, they're the most egregious in A New Hope, I feel. But yeah, there's so many stupid things he adds in that make me angry. Okay. Uh, and on of a us, lighter note, none of us what chose, did you love?
1: None of us chose Jar Jar Minx. Isn't that nice? That That is horrible, though. <laughs> that was horrible. That is horrible. And it is part of the prequels so it's you know oh you did you <laughs> technically, is, you, technically chose all
3: there. you chose everything
1: <laughs> Army. sad man sad. okay but then
0: why do we love this series because we've all been through this alex we know that you love star wars mm-hmm. i came in as a yeah I, I love it but i'm not like the hugest fan uh christina you're kind of fresh to all of this do you feel like you are like you know do you enjoy the star wars franchise or have <laughs> we killed it for you
1: no now i feel like i'm like I'm in the know now, you know, I'm in this like group that I was on the outside of and now I'm inside of it.
0: And you do get a lot so of I fear missing out. I kind of feel out, cool. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It, there you go. Um, cool. Well, she what, said and cool. I
1: get a lot of pop culture now, you know, this is, <laughs> you know, like a lot of references I could laugh at now.
0: That's good. It's good to laugh at them. Yeah. yeah, you can watch Family Guy and understand it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what are the reasons that you grew to you know love things about this series? Tell us some of your favorite moments or favorite elements mm, um,
1: that so won you over. The more I start, the more I watched, the more I got um, invested in the the first three, the first trilogy, and the more I got to grew to love. Those first three. So one of my favorite moments is, I mean, what I could think of is, it, I was at the end of, um, what's the last one called? The Last, the the of the last No, of the first three. Return of Jedi. the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> That's what I thought. Stupid. Stupid. The Sith. <laughs> so when Darth Vader dies, I mean, t- takes off his helmet. And they show his face. And then they go back to Ewok land. (laughs) The forest moon of Endor. Yes. Ewok land. And they have a ceremony for him. Mm -hmm. And then... um,
2: Funeral pyre.
1: Leia and Hans confess their love for each other. (laughs) Can you just call him
2: Hans?
1: (laughs) It's Hans Solo, right? Like Hans Gruber. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. Hans. They confess their love for each other, right? Yes, they do basically yeah. and also Leia and Luke find out that they're really brother and sister right is, mm-hmm. do they find yep. out there yeah. or they just you know is, they uh, commence earlier, it they, yeah. like,
2: he, they, they
1: clarify Luke it Luke
2: reveals it to Leia just before he goes to meet Darth Vader mm-hmm. yeah. and then Leia reveals it to Han Solo while they're in the battle oh, and we right. have the amazing Harrison Ford expression which <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. is hilarious and then he gets all yelled
3: <laughs>
1: So I really, well, I just really like that he gets,
2: he gets jealous. He's like, "Okay, when Luke gets back, uh-huh. I'll leave you two be." And she's like, "No, Luke's my brother." And he goes, Hmm? hmm? <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> and he's like, "All right, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome."
1: See, it, it was awesome.
2: Yep,
0: that
3: yeah. was an interesting moment.
1: It's the n- night. It's nighttime. It's a starry night in the forest.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Something good happened. You know, it's Darth Vader
0: gave himself things?
1: up, basically. Right? Yeah. 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 For his son he and does. his daughter.
0: Daughter. That was an int- Yeah, interesting moment. It makes sense, though. You like your tree houses. You like the Ewoks. You like your emotional moments of love and giving.
1: I do, I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've learned that you have a soul for out doing this franchise, <laughs> Christina. It's been very reassuring. I find it really hard picking best moments because I feel my favorite moment and I wish I'd been writing down... I don't have all my notes with me because I did most of them in England, but I wish I'd been writing down more of the little tiny things because for me, it's kind of like, yeah, what you just did. It's like these little tiny character moments are actually my favorite things in these series normally and particularly in those first three films. It's like the little things between two people yeah. that just for a moment it's like, oh, that was lovely. But whereas, yeah, obviously it's the big things that stand out for most people in their list of the favorite moments and some of them I do love um so I love yeah like obviously like you know the big moment Han Solo getting frozen and him doing his I know to Mm -hmm. her saying I love you is a great moment um I love Kylo Ren and Ray taking down the guards I think that's actually a great emotional moment I really actually enjoy I think my favorite thing with Luke in the in the originals is Luke when he enters Jabba's palace at the beginning um it doesn't fit for me with the other films because he's suddenly like a master Jedi um but it's there's a cool build should have read some of the eu books shadows in the empire you You should should have explained it all you can do a podcast just on your own talking about those (laughs) um i love uh yeah han and chewie appearing in force awakens i think that's a wonderful moment yeah very well earned. and again like i said earlier kylo ren's reveal like the opening bit of force awakens is genuinely one of my favorite moments in the whole franchise but i think my two favorite moments kind of weird and one it was only when I went back to it so one for me I guess my second favorite is the opening of Rogue One we haven't talked about Rogue One much yet but I love the opening of Rogue One so much it sets down this mission statement for me the way it's shot the way it handles characters Ben Mendelsohn's performance in that scene I think it's phenomenal and it's such a great evocative, like we got the little, you know, we got the little stormtrooper doll lying on the floor. we got the new black stormtroopers, but it's all like, it feels like, okay, we're in Star Wars, but this is in a version of Star Wars I've never seen before. It feels tangible and real, but you still got these great big tropes and the girl like running from them and hiding. And I'm like, this is a cool opening. And then unfortunately yeah. they do the fake music and stuff, which pisses me off. And Forrest Whitaker starts breathing weird and, but yeah, it's just like such an evocative opening, you know, and it's shot just like it's it just does it for me, it really does. That's what I want from a Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. Um, my number one favorite moment, though, I think is actually the very first time that Yoda turns up nice and starts eating all of Luke's food.
1: Yeah, oh, that was good. <laughs>
0: That's maybe my favorite moment in Star Wars films. It's so just a, don't
2: touch that.
0: Yep. Yeah,
3: <laughs> mm. <laughs> and it comes in the middle of like
0: a very serious film for the most yeah. part and suddenly you've got this adorable little new character and i fucking love it he's doing weird stuff with his
2: eyeballs yeah it's great crazy.
0: i
1: miss yoda i know hey he came back he's not mm. in it enough
2: yeah that's true he was in the prequels a lot that's but true you've wiped those out so yeah. they don't exist anymore no. thank you christine ah <laughs> <sighs> Alexander Chad. God, where do I start? Have we got the time? So my favorite moments, really tricky question. Maybe do a recap sort of like you did, Al. Best moments. Yeah, Han Solo, I know. Empire Strikes Back, classic, classic moment. Just awesome. So good. What else do I like? I really really love Alec Guinness in A New Hope. And Mm. I love his first meeting with Luke and then him going back to obi-wan's place and obi-wan sort of giving a brief history and i think it's one of those moments in the star wars franchise when an awesome actor, and it's like in the new ones when there's an awesome actor that's in control of this sort of whimsical sometimes really bad dialogue and they harness that and delivers like an awesome performance it really stands out and so i think it's his moments are really cool i love i love when alderon is Blown up by the Death Star, and and um, we cut to Obi Wan, and he sits down, and he gives that great line of "I feel like I heard a million voices scream, oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. So good. That was and good. then they're all silenced." And like that is just like again that mm-hmm. that an awesome actor just delivering something and just really, really knocking it out of the park. I love the Emperor stuff. I love the Emperor stuff in Revenge of the Sith, and I love <laughs> oh. the Emperor stuff in Return of the Jedi. Oh. My heart
1: um, it hurts. Uh, does he say that? No, I no. say oh, that. Oh, your heart does.
2: I, yeah, it's Hammy. Like a f- in Revenge of the Sith, yeah, it's f- way out of control and just over the top. But I enjoy it. And I enjoy it in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, he used to terrify me as a kid. It doesn't terrify me anymore. But it's I just. Sounds like he does, Alex. I love it. You're cradling yourself really, as you speak. I really, really
0: love it. <laughs> I'm not scared of him anymore. I'm fine.
2: Um, yeah, Yoda in Empire Strikes Back, awesome. Oh, hard to pick a moment. Uh, Kylo Ren in Last uh, Last Jedi when he is contemplating to shoot the bridge with Leia on it and has this moment where they exchange, uh, cut back between the two as they're kind of connecting yeah, Adam Driver just knocks that out of the park. No. I love the sort of...
0: Punctuated with the Mary Poppins moment afterwards Oh, nicely. yeah, and
2: then it just is we mentioned that? Oh. I mentioned it as my... Oh. Yeah. Did I say... Did I talk about that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. This is a hard question for me to pick one moment. It yeah, really I mean, is. You really are illustrating...
0: Yeah, there are so many lovely little moments. Mm. It is interesting that... So many of them do come from that first trilogy. I find the little, little moments. Yeah, I feel like from the later films, it's bigger moments, mm-hmm. but those lovely little things are in those first three films a lot more.
2: Yeah, um, oh and I love, I loved Harrison Ford Han Solo in Force Awakens when he talks about the mythology being all true. Yes, again, it it's just quality acting and a sense that Harrison Ford cares about returning for this role and kind of finishing Han Solo's arc and just delivers it in a very sincere and earnest way, yeah. uh, which I really, really enjoyed.
0: What about finding out where the blue milk comes from in The Last Jedi? <laughs>
2: Ooh, no, <laughs> definitely not. Actually,
0: I didn't mention one of my least favorite moments is actually on the flip side of what you're just saying because I agree with you with Han Solo in The Force Awakens. One of my least favorite scenes in the entire franchise is uh, Han Solo's death. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's just... It was a really hokey way to do it. The big, wide, long, open bridge was just so obvious, and just like, well, obviously he's gonna die here. It just it was so flagged, and I didn't like their final kind of like conversation that much.
2: Sorry, I just remembered my favorite moment. Oh, my it absolute happened. favorite moment it on podcast. <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is my favorite moment. Is when Obi Wan and Luke arrive at the Moss Eisley Cantina, uh, um, and you have the band playing. You suddenly have this eclectic group of aliens and misfits and weirdos.
1: That's your favorite moment?
2: Yeah, it's just like for me it's the first time you get a real sense of the bigger universe in Star Wars. Yeah, that's for, true. For up until mm-hmm. then you're you you get a bit in space but then it's sort of luke and it's it's all very human still. And here you suddenly get I think that is what sort of really encapsulates the charm and the diversity of the universe. Like it's 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 what kicks it off. That's the the point when it starts to really feel Star Warsy. Right, okay. Mm. Yeah, I hear you.
0: I'm going to appreciate that.
2: And and I and I just appreciate that sort of little bubble for a few seconds. It's really but cool. George
0: Lucas had you covered because he added in all those CGI
2: creatures outside it performing all that.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> should have a cantina pop up.
2: Uh, I think they have had they the catina yeah. pop up. Yeah, yeah, I think there was one, even one in LA. I didn't go.
1: What the well, hell? He doesn't really
0: care about Star Wars. That's a little secret you should know about Alex.
2: Stupid. <laughs> I hate this franchise. So we're not
1: going to go to the Star Wars hotel?
2: <laughs> I'm definitely oh, going go go to the Star Wars, Wars
0: hotel. <laughs> so. uh, but separate rooms, please. Just so you know, Christina, when I look over your shoulder, it's just me looking. It's not me know, saying there's someone approaching behind you with a knife.
1: <laughs> I know. I, just, I can't help it. I know. <laughs> it's
0: me just double checking. Everything's working nicely on the uh on the death (gasps) plan. Darth is that you? (laughs) Darth. (laughs) (laughs) Only a master of evil Darth. Okay so now we're gonna get into the list. The list. Okay Uh, but before we do that we're gonna do what we said we're gonna look through the IMDB list. So we know how we personally are gonna rank them we're about to reveal
1: that. No we should personally rank them and then look at the list. Really? I don't know what's more <laughs> what's more interesting okay fine fine. fine let's do the list let's do the no, list no but i
0: want to like if you guys can guess at this stage like what would you say like let's give you the first, the top two rated and the bottom two rated okay films in the entire franchise
1: but not what we feel no but this what, is imdb okay. okay okay so
2: we're gonna guess them yes uh, top, top two. two empire strikes back a new hope okay which one do you think is number one empire okay let me christina? just
1: um let me just look at this okay let me okay. just check on IMDb. is this no, christina no, no. going okay. on top? wait what did you say <laughs> <laughs> the empire strikes it's back smart lady and a new hope and a new hope is your number one
2: no, no. empire is my number one. Of oh, the imdb list
1: god i don't know I can't do it because I don't want to give away what I think is mine. I'm just well, gonna go not. with what no, I no, think no, is no, mine. No,
0: no, no, don't say that. Don't say that. You're going with what you think. What IMDb is the first one? What IMDb has IMDb given the has- highest score?
1: Well, I would think a New Hope.
0: Okay, okay. Um, and then what do you guys think are the bottom two rated oh, films?
1: Um, Clone Wars.
0: Clone Wars. Well,
1: Does I would that count? say
2: yeah, that's in the here. absolute bottom. Would be at the moment. Do we know what these ratings are based on? Critics, who are thinking? Hang on, let me just... Let me Google that. Um, I would say Attack of the Clones is bottom. Yeah, and if we're including the Clone Wars, I think... I think Attack of the Clones would be rated lower than the Clone Wars. Okay, so no.
0: it's rated by the registered users of the website. So, it's people who have paid money, IMDb Pro users, I think that's how the ratings... It's done.
1: That doesn't count.
0: So it is the public, but it's people who care. It's not just any person like going on, and you know. So
2: it's sort of like I believe that's what I, that's in <laughs> my quick browsing here of the Googles. Okay. Well, I still stick by Attack of the Clones and the Clone Wars animation. Okay. Okay. So
0: the number one rated film has an eight point eight on IMDb, and it it is indeed Empire Strikes Back. Number two is A New Hope. With just 8.7, just one point. Interesting.
1: Okay, okay. Off. Okay, okay, okay.
0: Then we're heading down to Return of the Jedi with
1: 8.4. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. And
0: then the fourth uh, highest rated one IMDb is The Force Awakens at 8.0. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. Then
0: we're out of the eights for the rest mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm. series. Number five is Rogue One with 7.8. And then an equal, equal at 7.6 each is The Last Jedi and revenge of the sith and then after that we've got at 6.6 so dropping down a whole point after this not just a point point but a whole big fat point is attack of the clones which means at 6.5 is the phantom menace people really hate that jar jar and at 5.9 is the clone wars that is the imdb official scoring alex is tutting his head if you can tut ahead. Wait, what's the know. second to the last? Uh, the Phantom Menace,
3: 6.5. Mm.
2: Mm.
0: Shocked. As the official IMDb list. I think The Last Jedi is going to shuffle around because that's having some weird, you know, a lot of like between the critics loving it and the fans, well, not the fans, but the public seeming to be in outrage about it. But then other bits of the fans, out from the public again, loving it. That one's turbulent right now, I feel. It'll take a while before the dust settles on The Last Jedi.
2: Yeah, the... the- it's very polarizing that film and the response is just crazy. Yeah. Like some of the like It's crazy. The hurts of the fans feel yep. I just I think is going a little bit far. Yeah, I tried <laughs> I tried not to read about
0: it because I get quite angry. Mm. Um, and as we talked about on our last podcast, I was not a fan at all. I was one of them. I was one <laughs> of them like I feel betrayed by many decisions here. I don't like most of the way that this is taken a series. Um, when we get to our list right now it's going to be our opportunity alex because we went back for a second viewing mm-hmm. invited christina she didn't come
1: christmas stuff guys christmas
0: family <laughs> you can't just say family <laughs> that smile at us like you know what i'm saying <laughs> so yeah we we went back for a second viewing you went back like you said in the last to summarize our feelings in the last mm-hmm. one um basically saying you had lots of problems but you still really enjoyed the ride Essentially, yeah. and you went back thinking that's going to go down. That's how you I felt did, with your yeah. second movie I came out of the first one really <laughs> not liking most of it. I had a few great moments, but I didn't like the journey at all. And I went in with open arms in terms of, well, now I can judge it for what it is. Maybe I'll like it a little bit more.
1: Now you love it.
0: So <laughs> let's go for our list. And when we get to The Last Jedi, <sighs> when we get to any of these films, wait, but again,
1: you're going to tell us? Of
0: course we are. When we do our list right now. <sighs> so as we go through the list, we want to give a little bit more of color to why you do or don't like each film because for people who haven't who haven't been listening to us podcast by podcast if you obviously want to hear in depth properly go and listen to loads they gone going for like two hours and a quarter <laughs> each one you can hear really in-depth synopsis of the entire story to catch you up and then all of our feelings throughout but just vague just basic things just basic things about like why you did or didn't like that film um you don't have to go scene by scene in depth it's okay Christina. don't panic
1: <laughs> we're starting from the worst
0: gonna go from the worst to your favorite so all 10 of these movies worst to your favorite and when we get to last jedi is when we have a chance to maybe you you had to leave early in the last podcast christina mm-hmm. so maybe anything else you want to add and for us for a second viewing opinions on that film who wants to go first
1: well you guys know my number 10 the least favorite is the clone wars
0: but
3: why?
1: Why is because I already have a hard time watching cartoons and connecting with cartoons. I don't... That's another thing, like, I don't really go for. But, I mean, I, lo- I like cartoons, but it just was really hard to be, like, this... Um, to be Star Wars and a, a cartoon star. It was really hard for me to get on Too board with it. Too much. I don't know. <laughs> it's like... Mm, the fighting and, and cartoon I don't it, I really didn't enjoy it
0: you do seem to be in these films more for the human moments and it's hard to have a human moment yeah. when it's CGI
1: yeah but I do like cartoons I mean cartoons do have a lot of human moments of course but this one I, uh, it just really it. didn't do it for okay. me so yeah that's my number 10
0: okay uh, what is your number 9
1: what I thought we we're each gonna do our oh we're gonna do that yeah no I
0: thought I would no, get confusing oh uh, yeah, get too, uh, no, yeah. Confusing? I thought I would get because people oh, will, will get muddled as okay. well it's all you, Christina. Okay,
1: number nine is Revenge of the Sith.
0: Okay. Good choice, good choice.
1: Yeah.
2: Revenge of the Sith, hey? Tell
3: us <laughs> hey, 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 why. Hi, hi, hi. Look at Alex's well. I think Christina. It, was,
1: it was just, you know, it was. I was at that point where it was like the end of the prequels and I just was like, oh, my God.
3: <laughs> Am I what
1: did
0: they do to me? <laughs> you were broken.
1: I d di- I don't know, I didn't I didn't like I, I don't really remember why I didn't like it, <laughs> That's but fine. I did rate it as my least favorite of the sequels. Of the of the prequels. Okay.
3: Yeah. Okay. Of the prequels. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. So number eight is Attack of the Clones.
0: Okay. No, Clones. no, I'm sorry.
1: Number eight was Phantom Menace. Oh, yes. Yeah. Your-
0: I was gonna say at the because time Because
1: I like number seven, Attack of the Clones, I liked it better because of the love connection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no 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 <laughs> Because what are you writing I'm writing there. down your list <laughs> okay writing. so you got it number 10 the clone wars number 9 revenge of the sith number 8 phantom menace so surely and number, number seven, 7 is attack of the clones attack of the clones because of the love
0: Okay, because of the love
1: <laughs> I think what it was to Ooh. revenge of the sith that had a lot of fighting in it
0: yes it did
2: Longest uh, lightsaber scene in Star Wars history. Is it? See? Mm-hmm. What's no on the wonder. end
1: one
0: with uh, Ewan?
2: Yep.
1: Okay, number six. You were like a brother
2: to me, Anakin.
1: So now you got the prequels <laughs> out of the way. Okay, out of the way. Number six, Rogue One. Rogue One. I thought I I really liked that. It, it was beautifully shot. They had some great actors in it. Um, I really liked it. I thought they did a pretty good job. Okay. I liked Rogue One.
0: So we found. So we've gone now from 6 to 7 you're into films that you really don't like. Really. From 7 down. Yes. But from 6 up then we're into films that you at least you like.
1: Yes, I liked. Okay. Yeah. Number 5. I'm ready. The Force Awakens.
2: Oh. Slap your
3: tail, okay. dog. I'll take it. All
0: right.
1: I liked The Force Awakens. I really did. I thought it was great. Um but I liked number 4 the last last Jedi more.
0: Interesting. I just
1: really, I don't know if it's because I watched The Last Jedi in the theaters. Right. You know, that could have. Well, no, oh, yeah. I watched The Force Awakens, too, in the theaters. Yeah, you went to but see I watched them. The Force Awakens before I watched any of the other ones.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, I don't know if that has something to do with it. Okay. Because when I watched, I had I watched The Force Awakens twice, you know? So yeah, first yeah, yeah. before I watched everything else. So it didn't have that much meaning to me. And then when I watched it again at home after watching everything, I liked it a lot more. But I still really enjoyed The Last Jedi. Okay, okay. I really did.
0: Well, is it is it, it I mean, was
1: fun. I laughed. I was excited.
0: That's I, really, I mean, that's... I, it was
1: really fun. You just
0: had a fun time with
1: it. I, I had think. a fun time.
0: Okay. I can I can legitimize that more with The Last Jedi because that's what it's definitely aiming to be, which is a mm-hmm. fun time.
1: It was.
2: Yeah, my friend Todd, who came and saw it with us, who's not a Star Wars fan, has kind of seen some of the films, enjoyed Last Jedi as well, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I think people that are maybe new to the franchise or aren't as invested.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah,
2: you can just accept
0: yeah, it for what
1: it is, which is it. a fun time. Yeah, I, I get that. I see that. Okay, <laughs> and okay, number three. All right. Return of the Jedi.
0: Return of the Jedi. Do mm-hmm. so you left the original trilogy is your top three?
1: Yes. Because none of these other movies would be anything without these original three. True. And it's as I said earlier in the podcast. Made him happy. And I grew to love these three a lot more.
0: Well, that's I think it's really important because when we did this, when we built this franchise, I was adamant to like... When we pick,
1: built this franchise? No, this podcast <laughs> franchise.
0: I was adamant to get Alex um, on because you were like, you're the most, you know, sort of fervent fan that I knew. Uh, I was obviously going to be on it because I'm doing it and I'm, I was a good middle ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really wanted someone who was new and you were as new as we could find, essentially. Like you'd seen one of them and you weren't invested and mm-hmm. you had fresh eyes. So it's really interesting to see you get to the end and as fresh eyes, you're putting the prequels way down at the bottom. And there's a big line between them and the next one, Rogue One, which you're yes, you enjoy. a huge line. And then your top three are all the classics, which is interesting because like one of our questions, me and Alex coming in is like, you meet some people where the prequels are actually their favorites because they oh, grew up with those. Which
1: I thought that's what it was going to be for me.
0: Yeah. I remember you went through the first three and you were kind of like going, you know, what, I'm enjoying these. I'm really excited to get to the prequels because yeah. I remember these coming out. And I thought they were going to be that's so my generation much more. better.
1: And I liked a lot of actors in it, but... Yeah nah, didn't, nah happen. didn't happen nah, nah not happening <laughs> okay so Return of the Jedi and that's only because that's number three only because I liked these two better okay so number two is A New Hope
0: <sighs> New Hope but number two yes
1: and I love the number one, The Empire Strikes Back. That's when the characters really came alive for me and the connections really happened. Right. Christina, so, yes. Christina. So what? you have a
0: number 10, The Clone Wars. <laughs> number nine, The Revenge of the Sith. Number eight, The Phantom Menace. Number seven, Attack of the Clones. Six, which is where you're saying you start to enjoy them from, really, yes. is Rogue One. Five, The Force Awakens. Four, The Last Jedi. So you got all the new ones right there in a little clump. And then the oldest ones, Return of the Jedi, Number three. And you hope at number two. And Empire Strikes Back as your number one favorite star. Yeah. That
3: that's is good.
2: That's a that's a. Did I pass the test, guys? Solid
0: list. Yeah, very solid. solid. List. Uh, some similarities to mine. Okay, okay, okay. I'm actually going to do my next because normally <laughs> I go last as the host. But Alex, I'm intrigued with yours. So we're going to okay. leave you till the end. Because I know you said you might have had a couple of switcheroos. Yep. <laughs> Clone Wars at number one. Mm-hmm. So for me... <laughs> My least favorite Star Wars film by far. Um when I say by far I don't mean it because my least two favorites are very close for different reasons. So my least my, my least favorite is just by a hair actually Attack of the Clones. I think it is a complete fucking mess of a movie. <laughs> I don't even enjoy any of the stuff at the beginning with the jumping from car to car bullshit. Like it changes everything that I want to do with the Jedi. It looks horrible the acting somehow got worse from the first film you've got this you got what's his face uh Hayden Christensen who I know can be great terrible in these films and then it's just nothing of any consequence really happens it's just boring it's just like nothing that I'm interested in you got a horrible horrible insipid romance story which is just terrible not terrible it is terrible (laughs) no Um, it is terrible you got Natalie Portman in the most embarrassing role of her entire career and it's frustrating for me because my number nine is a Revenge of the Sith.
2: Great film. Now,
0: now, my problem with this is that Revenge of the Sith, I have to give nine instead of ten because it has important story elements in it. I don't need to see those story elements. Like I just said before, I'm fine not knowing anymore about Darth Vader. And my problem is I think Revenge of the Sith, which I've tried to watch five times and never managed to get through until this podcast and I had to get through it. It makes me angrier than Attack of the Clones uh, because it has this important story emeralds and I hate how it's dealing with them. I hate what it does with the Emperor. I hate what it does with Darth Vader. I hate what it does with Anakin. There's literally nothing in this movie that I like. There is nothing in Revenge of the Sith that I like. and. I would love to put it as my least favorite of the entire franchise. I want to put Revenge of Sith at number 10, but I can't just because it does have some important story elements and Attack of Clones as none. Thank you. <laughs> but I want to make it perfectly clear. I think both <laughs> of these it. films are aber- <laughs> aberrations, aberrations? How do you yeah. say I think they're terrible, terrible, terrible movies. And I really would genuinely love to sit down. I know Alex, look, you're, you're a favorable thing to say about Revenge of Sith. Mm-hmm um and i'll enjoy hearing them again when you get to but i would genuinely love i wish we'd had someone sit down who enjoys these prequels as much as some of these other movies that we're going to talk about because i want to understand it because i cannot see it with those two fucking movies i really can't see it and i tried we went back with open arms on this podcast um i was excited i came off the end of return of jedi like you christina excited to go back to prequels because i remember hating these but i i maybe i was just a fanboy maybe i'm wrong you know some time has passed i'm ready now and fuck me these are terrible terrible movies yeah anyway you can listen to our four podcasts here really <laughs> really it apart but like i just like i can't i cannot say it enough just from writing to lighting to sets to cgi to acting to the way just we just push the dialogue it's just fucking terrible but then at my number eight is the clone wars which yes i do have the clone wars above well, those I've two. about that film I don't... You keep forgetting about that film. Here's the thing with The Clone Wars. Its worst offense It's boring. That, for me, was really the it worst thing about it. It is boring. It is boring. The Clone Wars has some good episodes in the TV show.
1: But we're not talking about the TV no, show.
0: we're not. You're right, Christina. We're not. And <laughs> this is my problem with the cartoon. Yeah, it's boring. However, I've managed to sit through it twice in my life. Fuck. I couldn't do that with <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Um, And attack of clones I don't ever want to do it with again. And there's things in here I like. I think Anakin in the Clone Wars is better than he is in any of the prequels. Um, Absolutely agree. I think his character's interesting. He's nicer, but he's still got some edge to him. Sure, they make him too fluffy by the end, but I much prefer him. I actually think the voice actor is better Mm -hmm.
2: um, at the voices. And that carries into that series too.
0: Yeah. And then, like yeah. you're saying, there's an interesting villain in there that I kind of enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few moments, actually, that I, like, I kind of like the art style. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't can make me connect emotionally, but I kind of like the sort of mannequin style of it. It got better in the series again. Mannequin Skywalker. Mannequin Skywalker. <laughs> very good. <laughs> very good. I enjoy your humor. <laughs> but it's just really boring. That's my problem with it. And that's not an affront to me. The Revenge of the Sith and Attack of the Clones, they're an affront to my senses, <laughs> Whereas the Clone Wars are just like, well, this is kind of dull. Um, so that's why it's my number eight. And number seven is The Phantom Menace. IMDb's the least favorite of all of them. Uh, Christina, you're second to least favorite of all of them, wasn't it? Yeah. I stand by what I said in our podcast for that. I think that The Phantom Menace has a great, and I mean it, structurally great on paper elements. Like I think there's a great story narrative arc there. I think it ticks a lot of the boxes that A New Hope did, but in a completely different way. It was brave with it. Unfortunately, bad CGI is still there, bad acting is still there, bad dialogue is still there. I think it gets worse actually as the films go on, so I think The Phantom Menace is slightly better. I do like Qui John Jin. Uh, I genuinely enjoyed the pod race, I think it's... I love how there's no music in a lot of it, I think it's at the time it was very thrilling. And I fucking love that Darth Maul scene, like there are moments throughout The Phantom Menace that I genuinely th- still think work. People just tend to write it off because of Jar Jar, I feel. And because it was the first one and people were disappointed with mm-hmm. oh, this is how the prequels are gonna be. For me, I think it's the best of the three. I really do. And unfairly um, judge Jake Lloyd. Yeah. I think Jake Lloyd's fine. Yeah. He's not a terrible like Kristen uh, is. Yeah, I don't look, I don't like it. Like it's a bad movie, but I I think it's smarter it's it's much more smartly put together than the other two movies, in my humble opinion. Number six for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: this,
0: is where, this is where it gets all over the place. The Last Jedi.
1: Oh my God. Um, I did not think that.
0: So as soon as I came it out, was- of, here's the weird thing for this. The first oh. time I went to see it, I really didn't like it. And I was aggressively angry with it. But I could say, look, I like these moments in it. And I think it's gonna went into it knowing it's Ryan Johnson. Critics were saying this is a masterpiece of Essence Empire Strikes Back. I love Ryan Johnson. I thought this is going to be serious. I I really enjoyed Force Awakens. A lot of fans had turned on it by this point. I was like, well, I still really enjoy it. I enjoyed Rogue One. This is going to be the one. This is going to be the best Star Wars movie maybe ever. Mm -hmm. I really felt that way going in. So that level of anticipation. And then you get a stupid fucking opening joke, which made me want to kill myself and then all this bullshit afterwards some great like moments throughout i just couldn't reconcile it i really couldn't Go, and i knew immediately where it was going to come on my list I was like well it's going to come just over the prequels that's where it has to come for me immediately then we went back and watched it again christina were you there christina was she was invited but she did not turn up uh we huh? were waiting outside the cinema never came <laughs> um, now to be clear i enjoyed it a lot more the second time Because I went in understanding this is a stupid Disney movie. Because that was my biggest problem with the first time. I was like, "This is a Disney movie. They're just trying to sell me toys and cuddlies." And it doesn't feel like what I needed Star Wars to be. Going the second time, I was like, "Well, I know now what it is. I can accept it for what it is, and I enjoyed it a lot more." I wasn't. I wanted. I was so bored the first time. By the time I got to the end, which for me is where all the good stuff happens this time i was watching it you and me alex like we both talked about it afterwards i was watching it with an editor's eye i was like can mm-hmm. i edit out the yep. stuff i don't like from this movie to make it into a movie i like and i think i can for sure it'll be I shorter agree. and i think better certain things will happen leia will die i'm afraid <laughs> absolutely um and there's lots of side plots that would be taken out yep
1: it could have been shorter 100 percent.
0: so i genuinely i'm excited like but i can't do it until number nine is out because you need to see what is necessary from this movie to carry over to number mm-hmm. nine if anything But after that movie, I am going to re-edit The Last Jedi to how I want it to be, Um, because I want to see if you can do that and make the movie that I would be excited about. There are plenty of great moments, and I do applaud that it's bold. I applaud Brian Johnson for going bold with it. I just, I don't like it just going goofy and silly. I don't think the humor works. I don't think the characters work with that type of humor. They're not Guardians of the Galaxy characters. I think it pisses over a lot of things that are important. I don't mind it, though, changing stuff and shaking things up and going a different direction. I'm all for that. I just don't think it does it very well but visually it's awesome like there are great visual scenes and adam driver throughout the entire movie i think is spectacular i think he's probably the best performance in the entire series maybe is him in this movie for me and i think it's easy to sometimes not get that in the context of stupid things happening around him but that is why that was a weird thing for me then i came out that first time hating it and i knew that's going to be my number six movie and then i watched it again and really enjoyed it and it's still my number 6 movie. Fine. It couldn't it, it moved a lot higher in my ratings but couldn't move place. Yeah. Uh, I that, get was, that, feeling. that was the interesting thing for me. So number 5 for me is a is the most painful one for me to put at number 5. Which is I know
1: what it is. I know what it is. I know what it is. Can I guess?
0: Sure.
1: Rogue One. It is Rogue One.
0: <laughs> this hurts me to put at number 5 because as i was started to watch rogue one again for this podcast with my mom at the beginning of like oh this is my favorite star wars film ever like that's how i feel when i start watching this movie i'm like this is so different and so beautiful and even watching some stuff last night to refresh my brain again of people's favorite moments you cut to a shot of that looks so different from any other star I wars i thought
1: movie. that too okay when i first started watching rogue one i thought oh oh this looks yeah. i think i'm gonna like this one yeah but but it's just not, not as much. But
2: you still put it at number
3: six twenty
0: three <laughs> <laughs> not. whatever a, he
1: put it at five
0: i just still don't feel enough of these characters I and know, it pains me because me too. all the bits are there i look at I it objectively and it's like it's all there i'm just not feeling it
1: i feel you it's
0: a shame isn't it it really hurts Alex
1: me still keeping it shut
0: really hurts me because i want to bring this <laughs> up higher i really really do i just can't i just can't quite and i nearly did so my number four is return of the jedi and I very, very nearly swapped these two round. And depending, I think, on the day I would, because I, as if I remember correctly, Return of the Jedi.
1: I know, it, it wasn't that exciting, I think. It's just a lot of fun. Like, yeah. that's why I said
0: that this is for like, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. This is just hang out with your characters, have some fun, here are some Muppets. That was basically in the movie. The story was all over the place, but you got all these classic moments in there. You do yeah, you have Jabba's do. Palace, you got the Sarlat Pit, you've got Ewoks. You, Ewoks, you've got a bit more Boba Fett, you've got like. The Emperor. Yeah, Stupid Emperor. <laughs> You get all these classic moments in this movie that I do really, really enjoy. And when I think about which one am I more excited to go back to and watch again, probably be Return of the Jedi. Just because it's so much silly fun, Mm -hmm. you know? But yeah, objectively, I prefer Rogue One, I think. But just Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's fair enough. So my top three movies. (laughs) So this is where it starts to get sort of similar to yours, but not because you put Force Awakens a lot further Mm -hmm. down. I fought with these um, a lot had to really wrestle inside Force (laughs) Awakens is at number three I am a huge fan of this movie I love it I would rewatch this movie more than pretty much any of them to be honest my problem with it is that second half particularly the last third where I just find it gets a bit dull Um, a lot of things I don't like happening in that that last third and going back to the Death Star again I find dull the first half of this movie I fucking love I love 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 it I love the characters I love the way it's shot um, i love kylo ren so much in it and i think it does a great balance of fan service and new things it then yeah slides for me in the second half so that's why it's number three so my top two movies
1: dun, 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 dun.
0: and even as i'm about to say it i'm thinking about changing them <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know what you mean
1: just do it just do it just do it <sighs>
0: So I've always been, before this franchise, I've always been Empire Strikes Back is my absolute favorite movie Mm -hmm. without even thinking about it because it's slightly more depressing. It's got like lots of scenes that resonate with me. And then when we came back to this for people who weren't listening to a podcast, I had a turnaround. I've never really been a big fan of A New Hope. And I came out going, that film is fantastic. And structurally, it's nearly perfect. Like the pacing of it and on paper, like what he did with the hero's journey from a film point of view, it ticks every box mechanically, I guess, but works so well Empire strikes back doesn't do that Empire strikes back isn't as much of a mess as return of jedi but it's a bit of a mess it's just like here's some scenes here's some stuff happening um and it has more emotional resonance than return of jedi i think fuck man i got a new hope at number two and i got an emperor strikes back at number one and it's kind of against oh. kind of against my better judgment because i do i'm so what i'm saying here is i think <laughs> objectively a new hope is a better movie i do i think it's better structure better storytelling, I think Empire Strikes Back is actually a bit of a fucking mess. And it jumps so far when we watch them back to back from the end of New Hope to Empire Strikes Back. It's like, these characters are one of those places. These people being more like over the top and cartoony. These two are now in love. Like it really like was sillier than I remembered it being in some places. It's not the dark, dark film that I think people remember. But it still has the things that resonate with me the most. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Empire Strikes Back, my number one. Great. cool.
2: Alexander Chard, here we go. What a good
0: top ten movies.
2: So for me, it's uh, the start's pretty pretty easy. It's gonna be the Clone Wars. Incorrect. Yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. Same same.
2: Just for me, I, I mean, I, I like the TV series, and I'd much prefer to watch this format animation in that format uh in a TV series because it really did feel like and I think we spoke about this uh a uh, just a mashup of three or four episodes yeah which I just didn't find as as interesting um and I would have yeah seeing that in small little bite-sized chunks would have been way more interesting for me and so that's the only reason why I didn't put it in there I, f- I found it I found it very difficult to attach it to the the other films following that is attack of the clones correct Christina <laughs> I... is that because of the love
3: yeah it's I mean I, remember,
1: I I remember th- the sand love
2: thinking this was <laughs> this was um, pretty bad after seeing it when it came out in the cinemas. I think with any Star Wars film, I went in super excited and still came out very happy and excited about some of the elements that I had seen. But knew that fu- it was fundamentally a bad film. Going back and rewatching it now, and realizing, hey, I've re- I- this is out of all of them one that I probably maybe rewatched once or twice, and then rewatching it again, it is just horrendous. It is a horrendous, <laughs> horrendous film. It's just, uh, I mean, where do you start? The acting's awful. Don't start. Don't yeah, start. Yeah, I mean, it's, don't do and, and for it. me, as, as I said, like I, in, in the Attack of the Clones podcast, I didn't recommend it because I felt. It didn't necessarily serve a purpose uh, and things were told that were just as easily told in The Phantom Menace or could have just been told in Revenge of the Sith. So it felt felt very irrelevant to me and I still don't recommend it. That's bad. Good. Next. This is really tricky for me. Is it? It is actually. These two are kind of... (laughs) level now. Okay. Before we went into this series, for me it was what would have been next would have been the Phantom Menace. Okay. However, going back and re-watching that um and coming off the back of Return of the Jedi, I felt the same excitement and buzz I had when that was about to be released, The Phantom Menace. Like this there's a new Star Wars film, there's gonna be new characters. And rewatching the Phantom Menace really Really surprised me, you know. It it, it had way more. Yes, Jar, Jar Binks is annoying. We all know that, and the CGI is way too ambitious and really, really bad. It hasn't aged well at all. But there's even if it's slight, there's a charm there that echoes the original trilogy, which I found again watching it. I don't know if it's the like the bits on Tatooine, like it, it's filmed on location, so you get that sort of sense. Like there's a tangible real kind of sense of place Mm -hmm. um yeah and and Darth Maul is a great villain and that lightsaber scene there were far more things that I liked in this going back which has sort of elevated its status for me because for me Revenge, revenge of the Sith was always my favorite because like I've said before it gave me the part of that Anakin story that I wanted to see like his downfall and his transformation into Darth Vader But now Phantom Menace has kind of creeped up to sort of equal status with that for me. So it's hard to separate these two now. You're going to have to. um... It's literally your job. Okay, if I'm going with my gut, um, I'm going to put Revenge of the Sith next. Oh, turn around. Because I enjoy the last act of Revenge of the Sith. I enjoy the bits with the emperor, which you guys hate. Um, I enjoy the scene at the opera where he does the dark side speech. It's terrible. I enjoy uh, Anakin's transformation, Order 66, all that, and the final lightsaber duel. But for me, the beginning of it just really picks up where Attack of the Clones left off and just feels very similar. And so I like the last act, but I feel that for me, The Phantom Menace is a better film overall. Yay! Oh. which is where i got to by doing this retrospective because i wasn't there before we were useful christina i feel <laughs> it like it's a better film mind. i feel like it retains some of some of the charm of the originals yeah there's some choices in there that i just find horrific and really bad but overall it feels like a tighter cleaner sort of film when paired against the other prequels <laughs> So yeah, my next film after Return of the Sith, uh, Revenge of the Sith is The Phantom Menace uh, for all those reasons I just mentioned. With qui Jin. With qui Jin gone. What number am I up to? Four or five? No. No.
1: Six. You've only done like three or four. I've
2: done Clone Wars. Uh, yeah. Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, Phantom Menace. So I'm up to my fifth.
1: Six. Well, yeah, you got yeah.
2: number six in the yeah, countdown. It's to a, the uh, backwards. That's right. Sorry. For math. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I forgot we're going backwards. forgot about math.
1: What is it going to be?
2: Ewoks, These, Caravan the, the, the next three are really, really tough for me. It's all tough. For right him, now, I am going to say The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi,
0: yeah. number six. What?
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That
1: uh, was your number wait. six too, right? Yeah. So oh. it
0: goes The Phantom Menace mm-hmm. and then The Last Jedi. Yeah.
2: Love it. Uh. So <laughs> as I said in The Last Jedi podcast, there were things that I strongly disliked in this film but still came away enjoying it i think as a star wars fan i'm just super buzzed to see star wars and see like new star wars stories and stuff like that however the moments in this that i really didn't like the dislike for those moments was so so strong like it was so polarizing between oh that's a cool bold narrative choice i love it and just like that bit makes me cringe it really makes me cringe my issues. With the Last Jedi, you know, and I and I still like the film. I'm not as precious as some Star Wars fans and think, oh well, they've just shattered the mythology and everything, blah blah blah. And Jedi shouldn't do that. Like for me, the context of Luke's character and his disillusionment—that's a great, interesting choice. Like, why couldn't he be disillusioned and want yeah. to give everything up and think it's disillusionment? think that's all bullshit and toss the lightsaber away at the beginning, like cool whatever like that's great like he doesn't want anything to do with it anymore I don't have that sort of preciousness Mary Poppins lay on the other hand is awful and and and, and like you said Al, when we came out of that second viewing my clarity on like okay these are the moments I really like these are the moments I dislike it was so much clearer and it was the same thing of like well actually I would cut this out cut that out And then it's like, well, that's actually a film I would enjoy. Like these bits for me didn't serve any purpose. I felt very sad that John Boyega, you know, lost the spark that he he had like and just owned in The Force Awakens. And like his little sub story with Rose, like there was so much I could just be chop and change and to get a a sort of cleaner, tighter narrative, which I think would have worked. We're going to do it in two years' time. And we'll do it. So for that reason, it it sort of is, is right in the middle of my list. Because it was so polarizing for me. Yep. Yeah. Next up. Number five. Uh, Tough two. A New Hope. Nope.
1: Rogue One.
2: It's really hard to split The Force Awakens <laughs> and Return of the Jedi for me. Ooh,
1: oh. Oh, interesting. Is happening? Interesting. Yeah.
2: It is really, really hard to split these two for me. Huh. You know, The Force Awakens is a lot. A lot of fun but for me and, and there's some awesome performances but for me it's such a a nostalgic kind of rehash of a new hope that that was yeah such a strong feeling for me coming out of that film and even going back as much as i enjoy it more now and think it's a great film it still feels like that but then you can argue the return of the jedi is also a rehash of a new hope because they're destroying the death star yep, again his new death star again and there seems to be less narrative action, although you get the kind of end of the arc of of Luke and Vader and the Emperor, which I really like. So next up, if I'm going to decide, I'm going to put The Force Awakens next. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair? So I'm putting The Force Awakens. I, I love this film. The more I've watched it, the more I enjoy it. But for me, it's just still that very much a sort of fan service made by a mega fan in J.J. Abrams and it very much plays into that fandom, um, which for me just brings it back a peg slightly. Return of the Jedi, yeah, it's the end of that trilogy and I, as much as the narrative itself is pretty threadbare, I just love the conclusion of that. I love the Emperor bits, as I've said before. Um, I love Vader's turn and how he's more sympathetic in this whole film. Yeah, and I just love the how it wraps it up. So that has to sit right there. Uh, next up,
0: la- so wait a second. Are we in the top three now?
2: Uh-huh.
0: Where yeah. is Rogue One, sir?
1: Interesting.
0: Rogue
2: One is right here, right now.
1: Number, Number three. three.
0: Yeah, I did not see that coming at all. Yeah,
2: this has been a very this has been a surprise for me as well because I was very underwhelmed when I saw this in the cinema, and subsequent viewings, I started liking it more. But it was quite low in my rankings. Mm. I was very underwhelmed when I saw this, and I had issues with uh, CGI Tarkin and, and how much he was used. But rewatching it, every time I rewatch it, I just I love it more and more. And I know it's it's not perfect, but I just love the tone. I love, yeah, it's the kind of Star Wars film that I want that isn't. That is separate from the story that we're used to. It's not full of Jedi and the Force, but the mythology is still there and exists in the world. It feels a bit more grounded, a bit more human. And yeah, every time I watch it, I just enjoy it more and more for those reasons. And that it doesn't feel like a George Lucas or Disney toy push. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. And yeah, for me, this was the tone of... It felt like the tone of some of the, uh, some of the games in the past, and also some of the EU books. Um, That you know, it it felt gritty and real. It gave the world real stakes. That's what I loved about it. The stakes were high throughout. Yeah, so it's it's coming in at third. Wow! And now the last two, and I'm exactly. I felt exactly what you were going through, Al. Really? Because. Again, this, this retrospective has opened my eyes to some new things um, and I always thought it was so concrete, like my top two. A New Hope, going back and watching that, I mean, it is just a magical little film. You know, it's, it's it feels just the, this, the structure and dynamic of it just feels so tight and so clean and so precise in, in the arc of the journey and the themes like the themes like the force isn't a this expansive thing at this point in time you know it's very much just for this film it's this spiritual kind of context yeah to this this outer space journey which for me is great and i think also like like going back to fans arguing about the last jedi and force mythology like you have to remember this was george lucas was just going to write this film the rest he had to kind of make up on the go like mm-hmm. and so the idea of the the force and what it is is something that has evolved and grown and things have been added to it and taken away whereas this it's everything about it is just so like clean and compact and it's as a standalone film i think it's it's wonderful it really really is wonderful Agreed. and it was a surprise going back to it and and Really feeling that, and sort of watching it, and just being like, if none of all of this other stuff that I am so invested in, in love with, didn't exist, like this film would still just be a really, really wonderful piece of cinema that I would hold up yeah. very highly. And so,
0: can you imagine that if that was like if it was just one Star Wars film, and I would say it was a seventies film, yeah, one off science fiction thing? Because yeah. yeah, you can't imagine it,
2: <laughs> you know. And and the thing, like and and the th- thing I loved about that was that it brings in. And, and I guess with all of the original trilogies, it brings in this idea of history and backstory, like through the characters and through the timeline of of space. And now they're going back and answering all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I think I was telling you the other day when I was playing Battlefront Two, the campaign mode, there's bits that overlap with the stories from the original trilogy and moving forward. And I, I think that's what I always liked was. With the original trilogy you had all this history now they're trying to answer it and fill in all these blanks so where do i play it's oh fuck this is so hard it is really hard and then there's the empire strikes back which yeah which i didn't realize and i think you had the same thing out of how sort of amped up and elevated this sort of characters are in this compared to a new hope yeah they sort of push it further um and kind of push their extremes a bit further but yeah, I mean I just love the tone of this film. I love that the Emperor's lurking in the background. I remember as a kid not liking it so much because it felt slow to me as a child. Okay. But I, I enjoy the pacing now. I enjoy that Yeah, that uh, I don't Which know. Which way are you going, Alex? Stop
1: teasing Make us. Make up your mind. <laughs> oh you god, I it. wish I
2: could I wish I could do draws. I'm gonna I'm going to stick with the status quo and say A New Hope is my second and Empire Strikes Back.
1: Wow.
2: We all have to say. Edges, yeah. edges it out. Just. A uh, New Hope is really, really crept up. Yeah. We get it. We right get on it, the we heels of Empire. Yada yada yada. <laughs> <And> Empire Strikes <laughs> but, Back but, wins but, by a landslide. But the Empire Strikes Back, I think I guess what I really like about it is for me, it is the most personal story. Yeah. Which I really, really enjoy. Just, you know, it's not oversaturated with crazy aliens or even worlds. I mean, there's interesting worlds, but it doesn't, it really, this one really feels peripheral to the characters and their journeys, which I really, really, really like. And I
0: don't think the stuff George Lucas changed with it from the first one, uh, from the original version of it, is as egregious as it was in A New Hope. I think it's hard now to watch A New Hope in the version I want Mm -hmm. to see. There's so much crap that's been chucked into it.
2: A lot of crap. So yeah,
0: top so two you are go. the same.
1: That's shocking, actually. I mean, it kind of is. kind of I thought mine would probably be a little be different. different. Yeah. yeah, I
0: thought you, Han, I just have to change
3: something a
1: I'm, I'm echoing, huh? Yeah.
0: Oh, because yeah. Yeah, I, I felt... I thought you would come out different. I thought you would like one of the new ones, maybe most... I, th- I thought I was... I, didn't think the prequel was going to live up to what you thought they were going to you
1: thought less of me didn't you
0: i did i did really <laughs> uh, no i just thought with fresh eyes it's like objectively from filmmaking perspective you know force awakens and The last jedi are spectacular films mm-hmm. you know lightsaber fights are better the dog fights are better you know the visuals are incredible like there's it's you can't argue with the way they're creating the world in many ways it's better but then the practical stuff Mm -hmm. you know that you have from the originals like just all sets and all like you know before jules lucas added the extra cgi bits it's a whole different you can't
1: remake that movie now you You can't can't. make that same movie now
0: it's true it's true
1: and force awakens and the last jedi you could remake that today yeah
2: yeah
0: and they will every year
2: it's interesting (laughs) i was just looking at our list so our list uh uh, exactly the same if you swap around Rogue One and the Force Awakens. Wow. Are no, they really? Mm-hmm. Exactly the same. Well yeah. no, hang on, no, no,
0: no my Clone Wars is different. I got oh except Clone, Clone Wars, Wars yeah. because <laughs> yeah, i 'Cause I'd I'd I would have Clone One. Wars. <laughs> <laughs> overwatching Phantom Menace or Revenge of Sith uh, sorry, overwatching Revenge of Sith will attack clones again. Um Again, I don't want to name names, but I did dig out the list from our friend who had the more controversial sort of shuffling of stuff, which I just wanted to say. So I'm not going to say who it is, but it is a critic friend of ours. I um, wish you
2: could have joined us for this. It would have been a great Yeah, voice. I
0: really wish you could have joined us. Hopefully you're listening now. <laughs> yeah. um, he doesn't have uh, the Clone Wars in, because obviously most people don't count that. So in the live action ones, he is at number nine, The Last Jedi.
1: Ho, 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 ho.
0: <laughs> that's such a good <laughs> one. Number eight. Phantom Menace.
1: Yeah, same.
0: Number seven, The Force Awakens.
1: Huh. <laughs> Number
0: six, Rogue One. Oh,
1: same. I feel like it's a game.
0: Number five, <laughs> Attack of the Clones.
1: <laughs> that is wow. Insane. Why?
0: Number four, Return of the Jedi. That's fair. Number three, Revenge of the Sith.
1: Huh. Huh.
0: And then number two, A New Hope and number one, emperor Strikes Back. So hmm. it's still the same top
1: interesting. two. But holy shit. But not shit. interesting.
0: <laughs> like really, obviously for him, it's not resonating with these new films. I feel The Last Jedi at number nine is a bit of an idiot reaction right now, but who knows? Mm-hmm. He, I've spoken to him a little bit about it. I know he's very pissed off <laughs> about The Last Jedi. <laughs> but then particularly for me, it's more Revenge of Sith up there. I get at the time, like you were saying, Alex, some people are just excited to see that Darth Vader story told. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know when he's last gone back to it. Probably fairly soon. But like, I just feel objectively it's so hard to think that that's a better movie than, than Rogue One or even Force Awakens. But Attack of the Clones, <laughs> number five, that's the one. That's the one. If you are listening, that's the one that hurts,
2: right? That's the yeah, one yeah. that really hurts. <laughs> For sure. Like I can, I I knew that he is a big, like a big fan of the prequels, and, and that's absolutely fair enough. Like there's bits that I enjoy out of all the. But that list was a surprise, especially the Attack of the Clones. I yeah. can understand Revenge of the Sith for sure, because there are narrative reasons, yeah. to be attached to that. That sort of used to be pretty high on my list, but Attack of the Clones—that is a surprise. I really wish we could speak to him about it. Yeah,
0: maybe next year, because here's how it's going to happen. Then, uh, very well. Like just before we go, we are going to like not necessarily pitch, but say like, well, what we would like next um, from the uncertain future. We do know what's happening next. We have hands, Han Solo. And and solo. And <laughs> solo. Uh, we have the solo movie coming out on may the 25th I was just at a cinema yesterday and the posters are already up for it uh skipping their regular december launches very weird uh rogue one came out no you're right no, yeah, i got rogue pushed one, it originally well, yeah. meant to be this and they got right. pushed to december this one our posters up so i doubt they're gonna push it because that seems like a stamp in the ground i don't know why you wouldn't do it in december though it works well for them having a star wars film every christmas that means it's under a year that means it's Disney six really months. don't know what they're doing still. Oh, it's, fucking, it's like watching uh, DC. But yeah, they uh, apologies <laughs> to DC fans. But I'm a Marvel fanboy, so what are you can do? It's Yeah, but anyway, we'll be back for that. Now, what we said on the last podcast, Christine, I don't remember if you were around or not, um, but we're going to come back then on March, on May the 18th, I think it is, and we are going to review The Last Jedi in full. We're going to tear it apart as we have the others scene by scene and actually oh, do a proper review of it. Because okay. uh, we didn't wait. get to do that. And we'll, time will have passed, we'll have a bit more objective yeah. opinions about him. And then we're going to do kind of what we did with The Last Jedi when Solo is out. Uh, we're going to go and see it. We can't do full breakdown synopses. It's I'll harder. go
1: with you to that one, guys. She says, uh, it, she says I'll it believe now. that when I see it. <laughs> 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 Wait, what, what snacks did you have when you went this time?
0: Oh, this time? I had some dibs. I, <gasps> <ice cream. gasps> I, I love the dibs. dibs. Mm-hmm. I got a mixy soda. Um, I got some peanut M and M's again.
2: You were very unhappy about the popcorn situation.
0: The popcorn situation was depressing, but it did have. They had like a caramel corn thing that I bought. I didn't eat most of it. Oh no, I didn't eat that. Sorry, that was the next day. I went to a different film. Yeah, yeah, wasn't great. Wasn't great. What's was my point? <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, uh, and then when yeah, yeah, we do solo it'll be around about may 26 we're gonna try and be as on top of that one as possible because there'll be nothing like we had scheduling problems with these ones obviously so we're a bit late that one will be right on it we want to be one of the first podcasts out it will be a spoiler podcast but we're really going to do like what we did with the last jedi a few days ago which is just talk through our opinions and our feelings in a bit of a mishmash what the fuck was that a round table discussion and then what i think is because you were talking about alex well do we have to then add that into you know our list yeah I'm thinking we do that always, we're always like one behind. So I feel then when when episode nine comes out, in that podcast, we should then revisit our list for where Solo should go. Because I feel on the day something comes out, it's going to be very hard.
2: I agree. For sure. Very hard. And plus, when we do the last Jedi full synopsis podcast, that may have also changed. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So I feel we're always one film behind. We'll then adjust Mm -hmm. everything in our roundup list. But we won't do another big one like this. We won't do another big roundup we'll just be at the end of a podcast going, okay, and here's where, our list, where this one has now been pushed into our list. Or something's well, let's changed.
2: do one of these like every five years. Okay. For the rest of our lives. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whether they're making films or not, yeah. we'll just
0: keep rewatching them <laughs> <Yeah>. and deciding <laughs> if our lists have changed. Okay, but that is the question. That's what we're doing moving forward. We know Solo's next and we know Ryan Johnson had been confirmed with Disney, signed on to create a new trilogy of films after episode nine. So Christina, you got Solo next year. Yeah. 2018. Then in 2019, you're going to have part nine to this trilogy. Oh. Force okay. Awakens, Last Jedi. I see. Whatever the next one's called.
1: I see. Uh,
0: JJ Abrams is back to direct that one.
1: Oh.
0: Now, after that, what's going to happen? Well, they're probably still going to do these little movies, which include Rogue One and then the mm-hmm. solo movie. But Ryan, they're going to do a new trilogy of movies, of course. So, yeah. Ryan Johnson has been apparently signed on by Disney. To do the next to three. be show running those three, mm. so he's writing and directing Ooh. the first of those three. So it's really going to go like Abrams, Ryan Johnson, Abrams, Ryan Johnson with the main mm. thread. Now, has this
2: trilogy been confirmed as being within the like continuing on from the current trilogy, like this saga? Is it or is it so revisiting from, new from, ground? Well,
0: here's I the like thing: like from what and and from when people listen to this, new information will have come out, obviously. But the way it was said was that this is set in this you know in the universe they're not trying to do weird things with it but ryan johnson wants to do a trilogy that is not the skywalker saga so it's not a part of the skywalker saga which means we shouldn't be having any of these characters if we do there'll be side characters that carried over we will not be following any of the skywalkers now obviously there's stuff at the end of the last jedi to do with broom boy some people are already postulating that's him setting up for his own trilogy is going to be to do with these kids Um, and how they then grow up with force powers um riding broomsticks probably harry potter (sighs) we don't know we don't know uh but it must also be taken into consideration the huge huge backlash against the last jedi and disney have to be listening to that kathleen kennedy has to be listening to that so are they going to follow through with this are they going to have to buy him out of that contract or was it not really signed and it was just agreed you know is ryan johnson still going to be show running the next three mainstay films after this trilogy is over who don't knows know. don't know because it's i was so surprised that they confirmed that with him before the last jedi was even released mm-hmm. so that's crazy talk disney yeah what are you doing but we'll see and by the time solo comes out we'll definitely know what this landscape is but my question is let's go with like they're going to finish this trilogy because we like i feel there's not much fun we can have with guessing where this is going to go and what's going to happen with ray like that's all yeah I feel what's more fun for me is what do you want from that next trilogy that they're going to be doing? What do you want from one or that isn't Shackled movie. to Skywalker or a side movie? Sure. For someone that isn't tethered necessarily, mm-hmm. uh, what would you like to see?
2: Christina?
1: Oh, you mean, want to see Christina? go first. <laughs> uh,
2: Christina trilogy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you go first.
2: Yeah. I was thinking about this prior to the podcast when you sort of gave us a heads up, Al. it's a really tricky question for me because there's a there's a part of me that's actually like let's just put the brakes on it i know this is it's not going to happen because it's such a profitable franchise and disney's not going to be like no we're not going to make any star wars films but there's a part of me that's like let's just leave it now do you know what i mean i I, we've got this incredible universe we can explore different sort of uh, mediums to explore that universe but let's a break on the films there's a part of me that's like i'd rather see which has actually been confirmed a live action tv show i'd be more Mm -hmm. into seeing something like like that which explores maybe sort of multiple characters within the universe and and is a bit more expansive but isn't necessarily tied down to to the saga but exists within that so there's a huge part of me that feels like that like i don't want to it's obviously now with disney it's there's going to be a saturation of star wars films I think I think it was our currently nameless critic friend that we've mentioned brought up um, wrote a post a while ago talking about the excitement as a kid of having to wait like three years between Star Wars films and yeah. now it's like every year, and there's a saturation of that, and I think there's gonna be more sort of polarizing films and divides within Star Wars fans and so there's part of that's like no, just just stop, <laughs> but if I had to. Choose. There's. Um, I realize that a lot of the ideas that I like are not even my own ideas. I haven't sort of sat down and thought, what would I want to tell? There's an idea you have, Al, uh, which you brought up a while ago with me. And you're like, hey, what if we did this as a short film? So I won't get into that, but I really, really enjoyed that idea. Um, I'd love to see some of something explored like The Knights of the Old Republic, which is a super popular online RPG game um, which explores a time like a thousand or thousand years before the start of the prequels and I'd love to see that where it's visually very different and there's just newer things to explore and you can be a bit more make a few more different creative choices that yeah aren't going to necessarily rattle the hardcore fans because it's not tied down into this saga and there's a bit more room to be creative um, another thing I'd love to see is maybe a story told yeah, something I guess and this is where I would really like it to go, tonally something like Rogue One, where it's very gritty, very human, where things like the force, um, and the Jedi exist in the background or as mythology. But maybe telling the story of someone in the Empire, which is what the Battlefront 2 campaign is about. It's mm-hmm um i think that would just be an interesting angle because the problem now with with the prequels and with these new films except rogue one is that the empire or the first order are almost comic comical and i'd like to see something that isn't comical about that side and maybe you know why someone would join the empire or why someone would fight for the empire and that kind of decision, and, and showing a, a, a sort of truthful depiction of that, and the kind of consequences of those choices. Um, yeah, I think that's where I'm at. It's uh, yeah, yeah. But this is, like I said, a huge part of me that's like, just let's stop and <laughs> let's let's down. yeah, let's <laughs> let's slow down. Let's uh, yeah, maybe explore different mediums.
0: Yeah, I'm with you with the TV thing does interest me a lot. I think you can do a great live action, particularly approaching it in that documentary sort of Rogue One sort of style, shooting style, doing it more gritty. Yeah, it's a lot of the computer game stuff, like the Star Wars 1313 game that was cancelled, that looked fantastic it's, to me. Yeah, and the Nicely Old Republic, like having something, just, I'd love a whole different flavour, mm-hmm. a whole different visual style, a whole different era. And in my head, I'm always like, well, let's go back, like we mentioned it briefly in The Last Jedi. I think you had gone by that point, Christina. But someone in that film, which is Lord Dern, actually says Godspeed to them. So there's like, there's suddenly this realisation of God exists in the mythos of this universe, which has never happened mm. before. And I was like, well, where did the Jedi originally, originally, originally come from? So my head also was like, I wouldn't mind a story of like the very first Jedi, you know? Yeah. Like way back in kind of medieval times of mm-hmm. the Star Wars universe, you know? Uh, would be cool. And just making it less of an ensemble because I feel they've nailed that so many times. I'm kind of like, I'm okay with just a very personal, single person story, really. Yeah. Which maybe wouldn't be a trilogy, but you know. But then on the other side of that, what i'd kind of like yeah like we have our story which i don't want to reveal on the podcast cause we might get around to doing something with it one day uh but we have our own personal thing that we'd kind of do which is more fun actually it's mm-hmm. more fun and i think it's more in fitting with what they're doing right now but i wouldn't mind seeing something also way in the future so they've always been called alex a long time ago in a galaxy far far away mm-hmm. now they have the capability of galactic travel
3: mm-hmm.
0: i want to see a trilogy way past all of this stuff new people you're like, well, I don't want to see the same old, you know, well, we just have a different word for the Empire. Yeah. You know, I'd mm-hmm. like to see, just, just do something different. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's like, yeah, a personal villain who's chasing you or some other, like, yeah. form, you know, or there's a really complicated, multi-fractured civil war of four different, you know, whatever. Like, going on, like it's not just simple, yeah. dark and light. And I'm not, I don't mind. Everyone's always saying, let's get away from Jedi. I don't mind still having Jedi. I kind of like there being some powers and stuff in there. But how about the end of the trilogy is them having to basically like Battlestar Galactica, and they're having to escape from the planet because it's been blown up, or whatever, and then they're traveling through space and and they have to find a new place to cultivate and mm-hmm. land a little planet. And it would be Planet of the Apes, the end of the Star Wars films, and they call it Earth. Wow. And we find out, because it's always said a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, mm-hmm. that they were the indigenous people who first came and they start like building the first pyramids or something mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And that's our history. Star, we've been watching our history of where we came from. <laughs> yeah, there I you like go. and the universe. force exists in the real world. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and then, like at the very end of it, you, can, you, you could skip to like the post-credit scene would be, you know, two thousand years later, and you have so, like some kid in New York or something, mm. and then suddenly like he manages to move something with his hand. oh Wow, what? Credits.
1: I like that. Wow. And then you set That's up for a cool. whole
0: different like series yeah. set in modern day like world. Mm. That's what I want.
1: No. But you, Christina. Ewoks. No, you, you won. I don't know. Um, How did you know? <laughs> okay, as I said earlier, it'd be kind of cool. Maybe. I don't know. It might be overkill or it might be good if they redid the whole trilogy. For yeah, sure.
3: That'd that'd be interesting, that interesting, yeah.
1: right? Yep. And then also, I really did like Rogue One and it'd be great if they did another one similar to Rogue One, but just... A little bit of better story, okay. mm-hmm. you know? And another thing I was thinking, wouldn't it be great if the movie just took place where the Ewoks lives in the tree houses? Like the
0: entire movie? Yeah, the entire movie. And there all is a movie fav- like that. Yeah. I got them in the other room.
1: There is. <laughs> oh yeah. that's two all of our Ewoks movie's favorite, it's like a, uh, droids and puppets are there just cast, hanging yeah. out. All our favorite characters are there and they're just having barbecues every night. Christmas special. Raising fan, uh, raising raising their kids and uh <laughs> Do I don't you know. Want a opera,
0: just chilling. Uh, say I guess.
1: <laughs> no fighting. Just hanging out in the tree out. houses. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. I think I think
1: Something we have mundane. some movies for you.
0: Man. Really, yeah. you want You you want the David Lynch version of Empire Strikes Back? Those? Oh, that would
1: be really cool. That you, would be really. Or cool. just an
0: entire film that's only set within one treehouse in the Ewok yeah. village. The entire film is just one location. Uh, let's get more. Cool? Yeah, let's get more like left field science fiction mm-hmm. with the stuff. Yeah, that'd be fun. Like phone booth. But yeah, Ewok hut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: That's what? it.
0: Okay, but, okay, so side characters, you're clearly an Ewok person. I want my trash well, can uh, robot guy. But I, like, I want his story. It's not
1: only just the Ewoks. I like the village that they lived in.
0: Okay, you just like the ambience. Yeah. The songs they sing. And your trash. What do you like nubs. about the
1: trash? The trash yeah, you can. You me.
0: know the trash can guy. So here's the thing. I went on YouTube thinking, surely other people love trash can guys as much as I do. Do they? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a thing. I thought, surely someone... <laughs> Oh, has God. has um made a little like a montage mm-hmm. of him from all of the films yeah and put them together into his own little story on YouTube. No one's done it. And it upsets me. There is there's some good pictures of people in cosplay as him. You know we're talking about Christina, this little fella. <laughs> and you just see him wander by in different films. <laughs>
1: that but should where's be your he new going new Halloween costume. Where's he going, Christina? I don't know. He you always, want a whole movie based always, on him? And he where he's him, going? When well, you
0: see him and he's always walking somewhere. And I see it also like David Lynch. But like the straight story, you know, with the guy on his tractor. Yeah. Just trying to try get to his brother. Yeah. He's going somewhere. His Everyone brother. else is like doing stuff and they're stopping and they're thinking and throwing tantrums and they're falling in love. He's on a mission.
1: Maybe he's going to the guy in the tower that you guys like so much. Maybe he's going tower to the tower guy. Crazy yeah.
0: Joe. Yeah. Every, I think every time we talk about him, he's got a different name. <laughs> Crazy Joe is what he is today. Uh, I would, yeah, I would see Crazy Joe's story as well. I feel Crazy Joe's a robot chicken story.
2: I'm um, just mentioning side character. This uh, happened today. The actor Alfie Curtis, who played Dr. Everzan in Star Wars A New Hope in the Moss Eisley Cantina. Uh, he died. He, he died. He was the one that approaches Luke. And- Did you just
1: find that out now?
2: I uh, found that out today and he he uh, yeah approaches Luke and's like, I'm wanted on, I have a death sentence on 12 systems. He doesn't like you. I don't like you either. Uh, so yeah, I thought it was worth mentioning him. It's yeah, That's yeah, a great little
0: little part. That is sad. You're going to make me feel bad now for saying, but back to my droid. Sorry. yeah. Uh-
1: <sighs> <laughs> <Ow-oh. laughs>
0: he's called apparently a GNK power droid, also known as a gonk droid. Uh, an industrial automaton knockoff of the successful EG-6 power droid. You Obviously. remember those? Yeah. It costs 100 credits, so you can get them used for 60 credits if you want to. It's a meter high. Uh, effectively, power generators with legs and very simple artificial intelligence so they could understand rudimentary commands. And could feel pain, it would seem. It would seem. They were commonly found on underdeveloped worlds that did not have expansive power grids. They often made a low honking noise that sounded like the word gonk resulting in a nickname gonk droid it was often referred to as gonkian <laughs> um see i'm gonna read a bit more about this gonk i have more to say about him i feel when we return mm-hmm. for this other podcast because this is something that i'm not gonna let go gonk a star wars story I want, oh <laughs> well, you want to hashtag at kathleen kennedy on twitter gonk a star wars story <laughs> yeah i think that is the side story that we need to see mm-hmm. it would be like it would be like wally
2: yeah. You know? But like the first twenty minutes of Wally where it's just silent. Cause uh yeah, for sure. Cause so uh, yeah, so just for our viewers, I was playing Battlefront 2 for the first time uh, a few weeks ago. I'm not a massive fan of that game just because I'm not very good at it, but I wanted to see the campaign mode and Loser. Gonk uh, appeared like right away did in the really? first few minutes of playing that game, and I sent sent you a video and you were like, oh, I yeah, would uh yeah, you And you said you'd play the game of him walking everywhere. I would, I would absolutely play that Which game. Which would be the ultimate walking
0: simulator game.
2: Yeah, and just like him going onto imperial ships and going across the galaxy, and then getting caught and ending up in weird places. Because be even fun. like you're in a room with people walking by, and he's just there in the background walking. Mm-hmm.
0: Where's he going on the other side of that room? Yeah, Do you need power over there. There's a story, Christina. Look, you can <laughs> you can flip your hair and touch your eyes as much as you want to. But there's a story there with little our friend Gonk. Well, I don't think we have anything else to say, do we? Do we do no, it? No, I think we did it. I think we, we did, did it, it, guys.
2: For a, now. I have
0: a very quick sidebar. My favorite Star Wars video game, by the way, is the Super NES ones. And I think you can play all of them now on the Super NES Mini Classic, which is out. Um, so I highly recommend picking up just for those. They're really good fun 16-bit side-scrolling Star Wars games based on the original trilogy. And I love them. love them. Cool. We will be back then around about 18th of May, you can head over to wearegeeks.com, wearegeeks.com, and that's where you can branch out to all of our social medias, straight through there. You can also email us directly through there or through your own service provider. It's mail at wearegeeks.com, mail at com and just tell us what you want us to cover or tell us that you hate us or that you disagree with us and that Attack of the Clones is the best Star Wars film and we will tell you that you're wrong factually and also through weirdgeeks.com you can then branch out to our itunes where you can subscribe to this podcast but also a regular one that goes up almost every tuesday almost every week where we just talk through topical uh video games and movie news and releases and stuff like that we have some big ones up right now where we're talking through our favorite films of the year and our favorite games of the year and oh man that was a hot mess (laughs) it's a lot of people arguing
2: but uh (laughs) chess.com don't oh <laughs> sorry spoilers controversial things <laughs> come up in those just go and listen to those
0: and every single friday if you go on com and go through to itunes every single friday you can subscribe and you can get a horror channel that is a horror retrospective we do it like this one like the star wars one but just purely to do with horror uh this star wars was a special one that we did for who knows why christina why are we doing this
1: because you made us
0: sure it's all my fault
1: because the force made us the Uh, force forced us
0: so yeah the horror ones we've done friday 13th and on nightmare on elm street we've done invasion of the body snatchers we've done the texas chainsaw massacre we're in the middle of child's play right now if you're listening to us concurrently and then next year we've got some cool ones halloween and hellraiser definitely happening but we're throwing other ones in the air like scream final destination maybe paranormal activity uh who knows what paranormal activity paranormal activity i'm in and also, if you go to weirdgeeks.com, why not click on our Twitch channel? You can then subscribe because we have some cool stuff coming in 2018. You can just future-proof yourself by subscribing to us right then. And on weirdgeeks.com, you can click the little emblem, which takes you through to com. They are a publisher. They're a production company run out of London, LA, and Tokyo. We've just made our first feature film called Starfish. Christina, you were in that movie.
1: What, what?
0: And we have other movies coming as well soon that we're going to be talking about shortly. Uh, Starfish is very nearly finished, and we'll be sharing details with people on uh, what festivals we'll be screening it at and how you can see little tidbits about it. And you can find out even more about all of our lives if you follow us on our personal social medias. I am Mr. Al White on everything, and also Mr. Al White on the Xboxes if you want to play Friday the 13th or PUBG with me, because that's the one I'm playing. Alexander
2: Chard is. I am at Alexander Chard on Twitter and Instagram. And can I, as we're wrapping up here, just say what a pleasure it's been to do this podcast with you. Al, it's always a pleasure. Christina, it's been a pleasure <laughs> seeing your transformation from a newbie to a do we, total Star Wars nerd.
3: <laughs> yeah, it has been a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It really yeah. has it's been It's kind fun. of tiring
0: in places. Mm-hmm. One or two films may want to kill myself.
3: Yeah. But
2: we got through it. Hey, if we weren't doing it together... Some of those films would have been a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, no, I would still probably not have got pre rent to Sith.
1: It's uh, a good film, Al. <laughs> Christina. Yes, thank you guys for uh, putting up with my ignorance.
0: That's what we wanted. We needed yeah. ignorance. It was important to this.
1: What was I supposed to do? Right
0: <laughs> <now>? <laughs> tell us. Tell people where they can uh, follow uh, you and talk to
1: you. Well, I'm on like Instagram, basically at underscore hi Christina on twitter sometimes on facebook but not really that's it that's it You're yeah pretty, are you friendly
2: on the social medias do you talk to fans like if
1: someone sometimes. wrote to you and
2: said hey christina should i watch attack of the clones would you reply yes y- you'd, y- reply? you'd reply yes yes
0: because <laughs> <laughs> i had to so you <laughs> <as well. laughs> honestly guys thank you very much i would i normally i'd feel sad but i know we'll be back at this in a few months time um <laughs> oh, so yeah. you know yeah. it's not gonna end we'll see you soon not gonna end i uh, will see you guys very shortly. Everybody else, thank you very much. I hope you'll piggyback over to our other podcasts uh, because we appreciate your support a lot. We do this for free because we're crazy. Love you guys. And we are out. Bye. Geeks. Geeks.
3: Geeks. Geeks. Geeky geeks.